0: Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis and the OGK dub, Kenny Watson.
1: I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag.
2: Yeah, welcome to the Pulp MX Show. Uh, same sh- same show, new attitude, new name. So uh, thank you for uh, coming on the show. Thank you for listening, everybody. We appreciate you uh, guys checking us out. Here we are in uh, sunny, getting sunnier, getting hotter, Las Vegas. And uh, no show last week, but we're back. And uh, we're here to talk about Houston Supercross. And we're here. Our guest tonight is Josh DeMuth, uh, the sheriff. Uh, we'll have him on the line a little bit. You guys are going to be able to... Give us a call as well, and uh, and come in and pick the minds of myself. This is Steve Mathis. I'm with Kenny Watson, my uh, my co-host. What's up, Kenny?
3: Uh, just uh, doing the Monday show.
2: Yeah, doing yeah. the Monday show. Did you miss it last week? To tell you the truth, no. Okay, all right, fantastic. And once again, in studio is my buddy, uh, JR. What's up, JR? How you doing?
4: How's it going? There we, we go. to get closer to the mic. Yeah, Sorry. that's
2: perfect. Thank you for coming in, and Kenny... We no longer have those issues about you not talking to the microphone because we have a brand new headset for Kenny, Kenny has Watson, a headset. and uh, it has a microphone built in. And so now he's able to look around, be distracted, uh, read the computer, read his phone, and still we'll be able to hear him crystal
3: clear. I feel like Mister Microphone now. When you were a kid, remember those things you had on your head?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I
4: feel like ordering a cheeseburger and a large fry and a yeah. large
3: Coke. Hey, you like that supersize, sir? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I That's would what like. half these guys at Ray should be getting used to saying.
2: I would like that super size, actually. Yeah, uh, I can tell uh, all right. Hey, thanks to uh, thanks to our sponsors. Let's get those guys out of the way right away. Uh, X brand goggles, uh, the result of twenty five years of goggle technology. X brand, thexbrand.com. dot com. Check them out on the web. Same goggle that Josh Strang's used to capture four straight GNCCs. Four, four. Where, did, did he have it? four on? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, X brand goggles, and uh, wow. and we picked up a couple of new guys as well. Uh, let's let's give out a shout out to our new guys. Uh, the Racer's Edge, TREMX.com. Uh, use them for all of your motocross needs and uh, check them out. And they are on board for the rest of the season. Uh, Kenny Watson has uh, procured some uh, services from them. They are pumped. Uh, I've known Jason a long time. Kenny's known him a lot longer. So uh, stay tuned for that. Later on in the show, we're going to give you a code to use to uh, get 10% off your order. So uh, stay tuned for that. Our other new sponsor, JGRMX.com. Joe Gibbs Racing Motocross. We all know them as, a, as the, the one of the powerhouse teams. But did you know that they also have motor and suspension services? Wow,
3: huge. Yeah. Good job, Steve. You
2: can, uh, you can get the same motor and suspension services that uh, Justin Brayton, Michael Byrne, and Josh Grant use. And they are on as a sponsor for the rest of the year. For you know the rest what of the year. about JGR? What?
3: Do you ever watch Get Smart when you were a kid? And you have the uh, the code of silence, the big tube that comes down over you? No. I walk into their truck, and the big tube comes down. They shut the doors. You can't go back there. He has suspension apart. I go, dude, I can't tell the difference between a stock, factory, whatever, a, sh- a shim. But uh, uh-huh. Johnny over there at JDR does an awesome job. They got you know Dean Baker and Sean Ulykowski on their motor program. And if uh, you're riding a Yamaha?
2: If you're riding anything. But... I would Another,
3: especially say Yamaha. They got those a little bit better.
2: Absolutely. Another good thing about that is the guys at the races are the guys doing the work a lot of times on your stuff. Correct. So, um, you know, you're actually getting uh, close to factory uh, work on your m- motorcycle. So you can check them out at JGRMX.com. And uh, we'll talk more about them a little later. But thank you, JGRMX.com. Thank you, TREMX.com, for supporting the Moto Show. Thank you, X-Brand Goggles. Uh, Rockwell Watches. I don't really know if they're still on the show or not. I talked to Rich. He didn't really say. But let's just say Rockwell watches are still on the deal. Uh, Throw on the on bone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, maybe I'll get myself a free watch out of the deal. Watson, do you wear Rockwell yeah, or nice.
3: no? No. You know, I, I've, I, they gave me one. And uh, I like their – they have a belt company that's pretty good. I wear their belts once in a while. <laughs> Fantastic. They don't work because my pants are always falling off anyway. So right.
2: saggy. Yeah. Kenny Watson, uh, uh, a big fan of the belts. So now that we got that out of the way, Houston uh, – Houston Supercross. I was not there. I was in Canada. Uh, my mom's 60th birthday. I flew up there, and uh, so I didn't go to the race. I did watch a little bit of it on TV, I have to confess. Uh, Justin, did you watch it on TV? Yes, both. And thoughts on the race? Good racing. Good racing. Yeah. Thank you for that in-depth analysis. I know. It was good. Uh,
4: I thought you were going to go into it later. Sorry.
2: No, I'm, I'm getting into everything. Okay. Watson, uh, how was Houston for you as a team? Heart and, Rockstar, Hart and Huntington. How was it?
3: Uh, you know what? We, uh, we went in there with... Uh, pretty low expectations for the team. For and, and that may sound weird. Everyone's like, we got super high expectations. My expectations for my team is first and foremost, get in the freaking main event. I mean... Put it in the show. Get in the main event. Everybody. A lot of people don't realize, but you know what? There's only two guys that are out from the beginning of the season and that's Grant and Bubba. So it's not very, very, very easy to make it into squeak it into the main. Mm-hmm. Especially when you got three of your guys in one heat. And if... If you want to do the math, that's thirty-three percent of the field. Nice, thirty-three percent of the field, Paul.
2: No, thirty-three percent of the qualifiers. The qualifier, yeah, not of the field. The field of the 20. field. Right.
3: That was a Lindsay. So we did that for you, Paul. But to make a long story short, my guys made it in. Super happy. Uh, you know, Josh. Uh, you know, this is first week on the team, and he. Um, it's kind of like. Brought new life to the team, you know, we're, uh-huh. we're, we've been doing it every week since January, and it's just the same routine, and having a new face, and with a personality like him under our tent, it was very cool. The Man. weekend was very cool. We didn't really represent as good as we should have in the main event, but you know what? We got out of there safe. You know, Blow still has this little nagging injury, and mm-hmm. uh, we're just going to move on, but uh, overall, it was okay.
2: It was all That right. You're going to give your guys a passing grade?
3: Yeah, I'm going to give him a Seven? Seven. Seven. I'll give him a seven just because uh they they tried hard yep. and the results weren't good, but at least they gave the effort.
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh and and what about Cher specifically? How did he look on a KTM and on a big supercross track? Did he do better or worse than you thought? How was it? Uh,
3: you know, uh Josh is one of those guys that could ride a, a a bull taco and make it make it go. Yeah. The guy's just a hammer. Um you know, he was riding the KTM last year before he got the Abbott's ride, you know, the Kawasaki Arena Cross. He was riding oh, he it locally. Yeah. yeah. So he had some time on the bike. He didn't go into it blindfolded. Um, they did some testing, and once again, it's like, you know, you go to a test track, it's not the same exact as a, a race track. Mm-hmm. You get the little chatter bumps and this and that. And I think his setup wasn't really where he needed it, and he really didn't get super comfortable. After the race, I talked to him. He said he just couldn't loosen up. He rode tight all night, you know. So... I thought that he did okay because I wanted to go in, hey, let's use this as a, a learning experience. Let's get in the race, see where we're at. You can mm-hmm. go to work during the week, get these problems fixed, and you know we'll progress from there.
2: Right. All right. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, good attitude. Um, you're running out of rounds, but, I mean, as far as getting things done. But, hey. What are what you are talking it? about, dude? Well, you, you got, got four left. Yeah, four left. Okay. All right. Lots of time. NX Games. Five. Yeah. NX Games.
3: And the U.S. Open at Sam Boyd Stadium. Oops. Oh yeah? Nope, I didn't say that. Wow, <laughs> I didn't say that back in the uh, MGM.
2: Uh, I, I, something's up with the U.S. Open. They have not announced it. They yeah. have not talked about it. So you know something's up, and that's what's up.
3: I think so. It's a okay. Whole different format. I, am from a very good source. It's a whole format, kind of like uh, Jeremy's race, the McGrath Invitational, where yeah. it's going to be a head to head. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have a main event, and some they'll rim, throw everything. They'll throw some wrinkles and, in
2: there. I know the banquet is back. Banquet is back at the Hard, at the Rock. Hard Rock. At the Hard, Hard Rock. Rock,
3: check out the banquet. And when you're at the Hard Rock, if you want to go get some ink, go to the Hart Huntington Tattoo <laughs> Company. <You laughs> seamlessly throws that in there. Wow. Hey, just can't like a blame and, them. yeah. And if you want to go have some cocktails, don't forget to go over to Wasted Space. There wow. we carry wow. Hart's Wasted Space. Wonder
4: if there's any ownership in there that might. I don't know. Have something
2: in common with the guys. If somebody comes to Wasted Space, can you get me in, like, for to go see them, like a band or something?
3: I don't think they got bands uh, there. They, they have bands there. Yeah, no, they do. You know what? That's all I'm going to tell you. Huh. Wasted Space go-go dancers were voted in Las Vegas Weekly the best looking and best go-go dancers in town.
2: Sweet.
4: I could see that. So, just recruit from the Hard Rock. I mean, they got they got the best looking staff.
3: In dude, town. it's like the red light district when you walk by there. The curtains are open and they're in the windows dancing. Yeah. You know. All right.
2: All check right. Check that out. Hey, let's. So let's. Uh, that
3: to do with racing? I don't know. Absolutely yeah. nothing. Good. Yeah.
2: Hey, uh, um, it's
4: Vegas though. Pumping Vegas. Out. Maybe because we
2: have Demuth on the show, so our minds are wandering already to one of, one of. Josh
4: Demuth covered in Art Huntington tattoos.
3: Uh,
2: hey, let's talk about Houston itself. Uh, get off of your team, Kenny. It's not all Perfect. about your team. Uh, What's your thoughts on the race? Um, Otto, I mean, crappy day. Went down in practice. Uh, wasn't good in times. Didn't do that well in the heat. Puts it down when he needs to. Dungy suffers some bad luck. Thoughts on that? You
3: know, uh, Ryan Villapoto, he, he, uh, he kind of struggled in practice. And, you know, that just shows you at that caliber with Chad back and with Dungey up there and Ivan and the rest of those guys. And I, I personally thought Wyndham had it under control. Wyndham was going yeah. really fast. Yeah. And he looked really, really comfortable on that track.
2: Former winner there. Yeah.
3: Um, but he didn't get the start. He w- didn't start out there. I think if he would have started out front, he probably would have won it. Um, but, you know, Dungey, Tedesco, and Hill had a really good battle. Um, I think Dungey just uh, racing accident happened. He just caused, you know, he just made a mistake, yeah. bottom line. He and he got bike. all pissed off after the race, which is understandable. He's a racer. And sometimes those guys don't want to point the finger at myself and, and say, I screwed up. Yeah, You know, true champions in the past that I know, when they make a mistake, they go, my fault. Yeah, my fault. They don't blame anybody or the bike.
4: Get,
2: well, what was the deal? He get, got into Hill's Hill, grill.
4: Yeah, he got mad at Hill, like kind of unwarranted. I mean, Hill didn't let him
3: buy. All
2: it I percent. saw was Hill take him high, but that couldn't that's have been all you, it.
4: That's it. Was
3: it it? Watson? That was it. Really? But you know what? Um, he had the chance to pass Tedesco back, and mm-hmm. he sold his bike. Yeah. So he isn't gonna be mad at anyone. He he has to go back to that. Not get mad at not get mad at at Hill. He's out there racing, you know. What's he supposed to do? Just get out of his way? He's racing.
4: He's third in points, by the way. I mean, it's not like the guys out there, you know, barely making mains or something. Yeah, yeah. Third in points, riding for position.
2: Is it? Is it a JLAw Law thing? Is it because he's buddies with j Law? Wow, and and, and, and Dungy's ultra sensitive.
4: Could be some comments from the past. Who knows? But regardless, yeah, didn't make him look good.
2: No, no, not at all. And uh, I was impressed with Hot Sauce. Not only did he catch him, he caught him, passed him, and. Took home the last spot on the podium, and and Watson, as we know, that's your best friend. One of them. Whoa! You've you've you've, you've knocked him down a little bit. Tedesco yeah, we, looked
4: good. Another one who, if he maybe might have started at the front, whole shot, he mm-hmm. he might have had a little something. Wow! He,
3: he looked
4: good. No, uh,
3: you no, know, he he rode awesome yeah. and he looked good, but I don't think he, I I don't think he's at that level to win yet. Right. I don't think he's totally totally. He'll tell you that he's comfortable his bikes out, but. Uh-huh. That that guy it takes him a little bit to get going. Um, I think he did okay.
2: Do you think Tedesco only gets Yamaha continuency or do you think he has some sort of bonus program? I mean he, he has he
3: has bonus program. From Yamaha. Yeah, yeah top okay. three. Right, right. Top okay,
2: three. so so he made some cash. I yeah. was I was wondering about a privateer like third place. What does privateer pay, but yeah.
3: no, that guy makes money.
2: Well, we all know he makes money. He yeah.
3: shits out hundred dollar
2: bills. That guy's so rich. Wow. 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 Um so Donji, uh so now the gap is down to uh, twelve. Twelve points. Twelve points. Um, what do you think, good. Watson?
3: I I really think Villapoto has a shot. I mean, we've seen Dungy in this position before, when he was you know going against Lawrence, and it seems like uh, unless he goes to a guru doctor or whatever he has to do to keep his head on straight and and not panic, um, I, I I think Villapoto is is more in the driver's seat than Dungy for some reason. Mm-hmm. I just yep. think Villapoto has nothing to lose, and Dungy does, and I think that uh, you know, Dungy. I think he's having problems with the riders around him, where he just can't. He, he's too worried about winning and not just going out and riding and doing his thing. But that's just my opinion. I right. think the kid's an awesome rider, and you know he has you know everybody down at the farm in Florida behind him, and I know that they're going to rally around him this week and you know try to keep his head on straight. So yeah. you never know. You never know what's going to happen. That's yeah. why it's racing, and that's why it's bitching.
2: <laughs> uh, any other surprises for you, Kenny, on uh, at the Houston? Anything else stick out? Anything uh, uh, from the weekend, from the 450 class? Anything. Anything at all? Did, uh, you know, did DeMuth pick up any chicks? Anything? No, like, any... De-
3: DeMuth was ba- with his lady. DeMuth was okay. with his all girlfriend all right. for a long time, Daniel and happy as ever. And she's probably mm. the hottest chick in the pit. so it's always good to have her around and him. So
4: No wonder everybody was motivated, huh? You said it was a
3: new hey, energy yeah. in the pits. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> it's it's. Uh, I thought the attendance was down a little bit. Yeah. But you know what? The pits were slammed. Yeah. I mean, the pits were super. I mean, that's dedicated hardcore. I mean, because it started out raining and it was cold and rainy all day, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> sun came out, and here they all came. Where was
2: uh, where was your uh, parking spot? How were you? No comment.
3: I don't. Yeah, f- f- shit, right in the middle where okay. we always are.
2: All right, all right. And uh, and what about? Let's see, uh, Chisholm uh, hitting your guy there.
3: Yeah, I got a little fired up on that. Did you? I was screaming that that. Uh, What's, like, Michael Young? He's a team manager guy. Yeah. Oh, That guy, I mean, I don't know the kid that well. Who? Michael Young. Michael Young, okay. He comes from my neck of the woods. Yes, he does. um, And he's always been, like, I thought, kind of cocky. Like, we'd be at a local race, and he would win and beat, you know, a local rider that, you know, let's say, like, Billy Payne back in the day when he rode for Splitfire. And he'd cross the finish line, and 50 people would mob him like he just won a Supercross. Oh, yeah? And. He, dude, he walks around like I. For for some reason, I think the guy who has like a chip on his shoulder towards me or somebody else, or, but, well, anyways, to make a long story short, when his guy tried to take my guy out, I just lost it, and I go, and I started, it was in the tower, and I said, "What is that crap?" And he goes, "He had to try something. He's riding like a girl." And I go, "Exactly." <laughs> so that's about it. But Chisen looked like he struggled all night. I don't know yeah. why, um, you know. Yeah. But, uh, he, he... Yeah, he's a top
2: tenner, normally, under normal circumstances. Yeah, you know who
3: surprised me? Tommy Hunt. Yeah? Sixth place. Yeah. yeah Tommy came sixth back. Sixth place from way back. Yeah. And, you know... I can't I'm,
2: figure that guy out. One hot, one cold. Like, I can't seem to figure him out. Sometimes I watch him, and he just doesn't ride well, you know? And, uh, and then he has this weekend, which I wasn't at, but uh, all of a sudden he busts out a sixth.
4: Wasn't it kind of like a hometown race for him?
2: Um, yeah, Texas. I mean, Close. He's, he's from Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, close enough, anyways. Um... And then uh, let's talk about the lights a little bit. Stroop goes down. Kenny, you saw it?
3: Yeah, dirty. Uh, Cunningham was in front of him. And uh, Cunningham, it was like a jump on. It was like a table table section. Cunningham hundered over it, cartwheeled, and Stroop was behind him. Already committed, had nowhere to go. Hit him, landed, separated, like two grade, I think. Oh, yeah. That's where the, I, the doc was on my flight. He said it was second grade. He'll be out. But uh, Stroop... Tough luck, man. The kid yeah. was going fast, but on Cunningham's defense, struggled in the heat race. Had to go to the LCQ. Won the LCQ. Outside gate, got a mediocre start. Ended up six. yeah. sixth. Yeah, I thought You're that was good. a pretty good. That was a pretty
2: good night for on the a guy bike team. that you know just wasn't good. Yeah, like, Oh, yeah. On that bike, yeah. It was that horrible,
5: right? Uh,
2: yeah. uh Let's talk about Regal a little bit. Who who made uh, the jump up? Uh, still struggling a bit, you guys. What did you he see? He finished the race. He did. He did finish the race. I yeah. think he got. Uh, I'm going to say f-
3: no. Fourteenth. Fourteenth. He finished one spot in front of uh, my guy. Um, Nineteen laps,
4: you know,
2: that's good. He uh, races twenty, but yeah. Yeah. Well, he started. He started.
3: I would say he started eleventh, twelfth, and yeah. he threw out the anchor. But on his defense, that's the first time he rode at that speed for twenty laps with yeah. that yeah. caliber rider. Maybe he can use that as a learning experience. Uh-huh. I talked to Mark. His stepdad, a little bit, and you know, he told me what their situation is and what's going on, and. You know they're they're just trying to work some bugs out, and uh, a lot of people don't know, but he told me in Dallas they rode a bone stock bike. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if they're they're working on bike setup or what they're doing, but you know. Yeah. I I know the kid has a lot of heart and he wants to try, and I think it's one of those deals where he's just going to have to uh, pay his dues.
2: Yeah. I don't know how you throw a kid on on a bone stock 450, even though a 450 is is got enough power, but that's still pretty gnarly.
3: Yeah, I I think it's it's a lot different. I mean. Even if you're, you know, a 16 year old kid like he is, yeah. or 18, however old yeah. he is, if you're a big, strong kid like Tyler Bowers, you yeah, know, even when he was 16 or 18, he didn't. I mean, he could probably deal with that, but it's still an experience just to go out and race and go to, mm-hmm. you know, 17 rounds and travel. And I mean, if you talk to Trey, that's what Trey said. The most difficult thing yeah, is he did. every week is preparing, travel, train. And all that, and it, you know, it's a lot, a lot of work, right? I mean, and if you never race Supercross and you just jump into that, going after an amateur career where you're racing six times a year, at a at a, at a national, you're you're done. You, you, I mean, it's that's why they have the lights class; it's a breeding ground, you that's know, it. and that's why you just don't jump into it,
2: right? And so Cunningham rode good. Uh, Porcel clinches the championship though Hands with, with down, Troop's injury cruising. Yeah, Purcell
3: trips me out, man. That guy. I watch him. He'll go out and ride practice. He'll do like three or four laps. Won't even ride hard. He'll come in, take his helmet off, talk to his mechanic, sit there, look at the board. With about five minutes left, he goes out there and throws one down in one lap, comes back, and wow. walks off the track.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he barely completes a practice session. Dude, I just like, is this
3: guy for real? I know. It's, he it's, is bad. It's bizarre. And I said to him this weekend, I go, he was walking by me in, in practice. I go, hey, practice isn't over. And he goes, for me, it is. <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> uh he's, i can't get the image of uh uh ricky bobby french guy oh, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, whenever yeah. he's around like he's just that way he's kind of confident kind of you know he's got the accent you know for me it is like i could just see him saying that and uh dean wilson back from his exile in canada uh should have got a podium spot you think definitely yeah what
4: do you L- think justin was there yeah he, he was there he threw it away Yep, yeah, got tangled up at the end and uh, went down. And he
2: wanna, was in third. Yeah,
3: he was in third. Yeah, I didn't see the, the lights. House. I didn't
2: see the lights. I just read. I just read about it. He but tried the, to
3: dive in uh, on the on the last bowl turn before the finish line, and he he they made contact, and he got a little squirrely, Hit a top block, fell yeah. over. But the, he still got ninth. They lapped up to or eighth. They yeah. lapped up to like ninth yeah. place, and he still got a good finish. I mean, not a good finish. Yeah, he got there. ninth.
2: ahead of Troy Adams. Yeah,
3: Troy Adams. Wow. Troy. Hey, Adams. Speaking t- of Troy Talk, Adams, about the gift of right. the night. He got the gift of a lifetime right and there. And that LCQ. Oh, and the LCQ. He was in. I missed it. He you
5: was in watch. fourth. <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
3: He was in fourth. And Tapia, is that his name? Yeah. G- yeah. T- Kevin KTM. Tapia, yeah. And that one of the Honda Troy guys. It was uh, uh, uh,
4: the. Um, Killenberger. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And they freaking. Killenberger had him covered. That Tapia or. Tapia came out of nowhere. and Dude, just... he hit his front wheel, dude. That guy was lined up straight going to the finish line. And the guy came straight across and just
4: clipped him and took them both out.
2: He slid, nah. he
4: slid it in on the foot pig. I mean, he, he had no hopes of standing it up or yeah. coming out of it. Took both of them out. And that was sweet. Adams went across the finish line kind of like, what the heck?
2: <laughs> no, he went off and he's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, ran, no way. He ended up, uh, and then he gets a 10. Then he gets 10, yeah. 10 points. That so was a good ride. Uh, he's going to Canada, by the way. I t- Troy. Yeah, did I tell you that? No. Yeah, I got a ride with Billy Whitley's Cowie team set up by yours truly big bike I'm waiting for my agent commission to come in rolling wow. in nice. but uh, yeah 450 Cowie so
5: good
3: he'll get 5th
2: <laughs> wow just like that he'll get 5th he'll get 5th okay. he ain't beating those Canucks no no there. I'm not claiming to win either but I just like how you said 5th like yeah he's not beating Fossiati I don't think maybe or Klatt after that though he can beat Canari, can he
3: Ooh, I don't know Really? I don't I don't know. Bob has Bob has his time. Bob has his days, man. Yeah, he
2: does. But, but mean, then he Bob, has his days where he ends up on on his head, too. Uh,
3: and I think Bob's ridden there before.
2: Yeah, he has. Yeah, he rode there last year.
3: So I think Troy is the type of guy that needs to go to a place and <laughs> learn the tracks, and and Bob's going to be there. But you never know with Troy, man. You never know with Troy. I mean, did th- four months ago, I thought cause the guy was getting ready to hang it up and go become a cop.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. No, he was actually talking about Orlando to go ride their Disney... Or Universal Studios stunt show. He was going to go ride a bike like four four times a day, nice. and wheelie out of a a flaming wall, and then do a couple jumps, and they paid him pretty good money. He wow. was going to do that, but uh, Should he should do that anyways. More money, yeah, really, like huh? yeah, really, huh? uh, Yeah, the Canadian purse money probably isn't 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 that good. I
4: can wheelie through a flaming wall. Are they hiring? Uh, I okay. could loop it through a flaming wall.
2: <laughs> hey, what about uh, what about Davalos? He did all right. Uh, finally, put one. Yeah, he together. won the heat he race. race. He did win. He yeah. won the see, heat I gotta race. go to these races more often. Jeez, I know. Lose I didn't it. even. I didn't. He won the heat race just because Barsha threw it away. But okay, see, I just flew in the day. I flew in the day from Canada. Excuses. Got in at two o'clock and started prepping for the show. And
4: television in Canada non-existent.
2: No, no not yet. No, you know? they just had planes. They don't have to start them by hand anymore. Yeah. No, no, yeah, exactly. So, uh, and then Justin. Uh, Nick Way took care of some, uh, some payback.
4: Uh, Nick Way, yeah, serving some up to J-Law. Looks, uh, looks like they're even at this point. So uh-huh. uh huh. we'll see if anything. Was transm- it dirty? No, not dirty.
2: Not dirty, just aggressive. Clean, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, Nick, a supercross pass? A super cross, pass.
4: Yeah. Super cross pass, maybe a, more of a block pass. Did you see it? J-Law went down and packed no, it up. No, I
3: didn't see it.
2: No. I mean, I saw
3: the, the aftermath with J-Law. Just riding just off the track? Chilling, not even trying to get going. What's his
2: deal? I know I said I, we weren't going to talk about him, but what's his dude, deal? Yeah, you did say that. I know. Is wow. he just? he's just... I don't know, dude. You know what someone told me, that someone, someone that knows him? What? He said that he's not riding good because he's not, he's not able to get high. The, and they I, were dead serious. I, be I believe case. it. They were dead serious. Yeah, Let me tell you a case. story, I, I laughed, and then I realized that they were being serious. Let sure. me, I'll tell you a story. And I'm not going to name the rider. But okay. in the last
3: three years, do, I've had a rider. Do I know him? Yes. Okay. I've had a rider that ridden for me, and I told him that I was going to drug test him because I knew that what he did, and he promised me he wasn't going to do it, and he started out, and he was doing terrible. Just training, and just the whole bit. To make a long story short, we're driving back from a race, and he said, Watson, I really, really, really need to start smoking weed again because... I just, it, I just, it's part. I've been doing right. it so long, and it's part of my deal, yeah. and it makes me ride better. Right. And I let him do his deal, and I got news for you. He stepped it up. It didn't do him any better. <laughs>
2: oh, 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 it didn't do him. Any, I thought the story had a good no, uh, happy well, he ending. Didn't,
3: he wasn't really around that long, but
2: I think I know the rider.
3: Well, you could you could think who you want, but yeah. I,
4: I, on the similar topic, I, I got a buddy that I'm, I'm just was, saying. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Oh wow!
2: I'm just saying. Yeah, but anyways, uh, what's it, what's your story?
4: Oh uh, no, I just it's kind of funny. I got a buddy that when I would go riding locally here and um,
2: the guy you call Lodi. Yeah, yeah, oh, my yeah. buddy Lodi. I've talked about him right. before,
4: but uh, s- serious, same thing. Yeah, could barely jump anything or you know go around the track. Okay, isn't it go- supposed
2: to slow your? I've never done it. Isn't it supposed well, let to let slow tell your? You, I, I don't,
4: don't know we'll read about this. But he would go back to the van, and I'm not kidding you. 20 minutes later, he is like on my tail, and I can go he'd be like okay. he like a new man. He's like a new man. It was like, what got into this guy, he, Every time,
3: I got one for your old rider. One of your old riders. <laughs> I think I know it's from this one. Okay, two seventy five. Two seventy well, five. You didn't work for him when he was a three digit Oh right? yeah.
2: Okay. No, I took him to two digits. But right. anyways. Yes,
3: because you're better than me. But Thank you. Anyways. Wow. We were. He was. Uh, he. We were out in Bakersfield, and he was riding with this guy named Ray Crumb back in the day. Uh huh. And he was on that thing where he had thought he's. Smoke pot. And he used to smoke pot before he went riding. And I'm like, dude, you're crazy. It ain't, you know, it slows everything down.
2: Right, right. So
3: he was riding, and they were riding across this field to go to the to the track. Uh-huh. And he went over the bars, hit a, hit a rain rut, and just cartwheeled his brains out and uh-huh. broke some ribs. Yeah. And I said... Did you get stoned? He's like, yeah. I go, do you think that had anything to do with it? Yeah. Since you ride that same trail every time you go to that track and you ride it. All of a sudden you and forgot about And he said, the... definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So Thank I don't goodness. know. I don't think – I definitely don't think smoking pot is the, the way to, to go about when you're
4: racing.
2: <laughs> I, I think I would agree with you on that.
4: Yeah, that's that's a foregone conclusion.
2: ah. But... Uh... Uh, so how was the vibe at Houston? Everybody, uh, everybody good. Um, Crowd yeah. down, but like everybody happy to have the week off. Like it was. Yeah, uh, yeah,
3: for sure. I I see one guy that wasn't too happy after the race and we were getting in our uh, in our four wheelers driving back, and that was Larry, Larry Brooks. Larry Brooks was not happy. <laughs> he said someone's getting an ass whooping, and he only has one rider, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you then can narrow the, it down pretty and easily. Then wow. uh, I was back at the hotel, and I was booking my uh, printing out my boarding pass to come home, and I bump into his rider and Jason Lawrence in the lobby, and uh, I asked him how it went, and he said, I only got one butt cheek left.
2: Yeah, really, huh?
3: Yeah, we'll see it. That's the way it goes.
2: But, I mean, Hill's uh, I mean, I've got nothing – I like Hill. I have no – I think he's a great rider. His uh, I'm hurt excuse is running out a little bit. I mean, it's legit. It was legit. He's hurt, but, you know, he has to start – well, you know up. what I think? I that, guess it's just hard to get that back, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just I so think, hard.
3: I think he was at speed, at point, was right there with those guys, those yeah. front runners, and then he had to back it down. It's just like not racing. Like, look yeah, at Chad. Yeah. Chad took off the whole season, and then he comes back, and he's at home riding, and he thinks his speed's there, and his lap times are the same as they were before he got hurt at his test track. Yeah. Then he gets to the race, and the race pace is so much it's, faster. It's different, yeah. It's so much faster than it was. Now, so I think that's what he's going through. And again,
2: I kind of watched the 450 main in a, in a sleep induced coma. What? Talk to me about Reed's race. Where did he start? How did how did he do? He,
3: he's. I mean, he started like eighth or ninth. Okay, so and not he worked that up good. Fourth. Yeah. And he was closing on Ivan towards the end, but I talked to Ivan after the race, and Ivan straight said, uh, "He his number plate." the the strap came off the top of the number plate and his cables were going behind the number plate. So he was getting all freaked out that something was was going to go down. So the last two laps, he totally backed it down because I was like on him going, dude, Reed almost caught you. What were you doing? He goes, no, I was watching him. He was going to get me. I knew where I was at. Then he told me what happened. And he's he's just a spaz about that anyways. Right, right. Dude, he got a rock stuck in his his rotor for two turns, and he thought the bike was locking up. So then he rolled in Indianapolis. Then he rolled everything for four laps, you know?
2: Yeah. uh, Well, I don't know about four laps, but he rolled
3: for a a lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you're an idiot, dude. (laughs) Why? Cuz, why do you have to call me out, dude? That's
2: what Paul would do. (laughs) I'm just saying, let's get the facts right. He rolled for a lap. (laughs) Okay, real forward. Because if Ivan's listening, which I highly doubt he is, but if he happens to catch it, he's gonna be mad at you, Watson. You gotta get these facts right. He'll never get mad at me, dude. Okay, uh, but everybody was happy after the week off. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. We
3: could use we could use about two or three of those during the year. I would believe in, a, in,
2: in four weeks, Watson. You have a ton of time off. So,
3: so don't even don't even kid yourself.
2: Why? That's when the work
3: begins, my uh, friend. <laughs> um,
5: the
2: work on
3: his house, man. Yeah, yeah right? the work on
2: something. His coffee great... table that he was sanding down, that's the work. Yeah. No,
3: dude, I have a great girl that takes care of my house for me now, so I don't have to worry about it. Okay, she so can do right.
4: recess lighting and coffee <laughs> tables?
3: Dude, she wants to go to home improvement classes. She's learned how to use a power drill. She can hang stuff. She's nice. a very, very modern woman. That's a contractor's
4: dream right there because after they mess it up, then – Get to, call, get to call somebody out and have yeah, them fix it. Yeah, she, 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 she thought price. I'd be all
3: mad at her. She put a hole the size of a quarter in my wall last night trying to hide some – hide um A mistake. Put some uh, – yeah. what are those things called? I don't know. Shelving? You're, no, not better Shelving, than Shelving?
2: You're doing this, but what's this, yeah. Justin? A mirror?
3: Know. No, dude. There, she was hanging up uh, blinds. Blinds, okay. Well, let's talk oh, about group wow. bikes. Not, uh, not
2: okay, hey, so, so Reed, but. the old Chad Reed, pre-2010, would have won that race? I don't know, dude. Those guys are going fast, but he can. I mean, dude, he's Chad Reed. <laughs> I mean, it, it, okay. What I'm asking you is, is this, and I'll find out this weekend in St. Louis. Is well, I'll, I'll have an opinion after the St. Louis, anyways. I don't know if I'll be right. Is it the in layoff, or does he does he not? He obviously doesn't have his old speed. Is it the layoff, or the the kids are are faster?
3: Dude, I will put money on it right here, right now. Everyone wants to bet me that you, Reed wins the race before this year's over.
2: That was going to be one of my X brand goggle tear off questions, Well who <laughs> Thank you, thank you. We can cover it now. Uh, uh, so he's going to win a race. I, I believe. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, I he, so I'm a Chad Reed fan. Man. Oh, I, like I am Chad too. Reed. I am too. I think he can
4: win win, But the question is, is if he's in first and Villapotos in second, what happens? You
2: heard him on the show.
3: Okay. Oh, you don't listen to the show. Only, no, you're think, only when you're on it. No, he, oh, he well. was on it.
4: I understand, but I'm just saying. Again, <laughs> now that it's closer, the gap is closer. No. Hey,
2: you heard him on the show, bud. Okay.
4: I, you no, heard him on the show I just think it's got to be A week by week thing Anything can happen That's all I was getting
2: at Yeah yeah I guess I mean I don't know Hey everybody uh, Let's open the phone lines Right now And uh, we're going to Open them up 702-586-7857 702-586-PULP Give us a call uh, Talk to J.R. Watson Or myself Mathis uh, About the race About anything that you have On your mind uh, Has been This is the part Where you call in as well And uh, we'll see If we can take some questions But uh and our guest tonight is Josh Muth, by the way. We have the uh, sheriff, uh, three time Arena Cross champion, four time if you count the Buku series. Do you, Watson? No. Okay, Watson says no, so three time Arena Cross.
3: didn't get Cross- paid, so I don't count it.
2: Really? Nope. Oh, well, that's pretty gnarly. Um, Paul MX show, you're on the air uh, with uh, Mathis, Watson, and JR. Who's this? Has been. Has been. Already? That's odd. <laughs> wow! Right hey,
6: in the game. I, how you guys doing? I like the new uh, new name of the show.
2: You like the new name? Hey, name? Um, it's real original.
6: Yeah, yeah, it's very. One of the things I, I was perusing message board and uh, something that really caught my eye and 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 Big Boy, you know how much I respect you for coming clean on the on the big fisted, but it seems that um, your buddy there, One Punch, is going into
2: professional wrestling. Yeah, that was on
4: the Bubba the Love Sponge show.
2: What?
4: Yeah, Hogan was on the Bubba the Love Sponge show because they're buddies, and I know you don't listen to it much, but yeah, uh, Tyler and, Evans. Anyways, yeah, with the TNT wrestling thing, they they his agents got together with some other agents, and they brought him in for a tryout, and uh, Hogan was talking about it.
2: You know anything, Kenny?
4: I that's news to me, man.
3: News
2: this, to Kenny, me, Kenny, this, this is your calling, man.
6: You got to come out with a with a 500 piston on a chain, and uh, you know, and, and represent this guy. Uh, it could be the big time for you.
3: You know what? Uh, Tyler and I have been friends a long time, but that's something I know nothing about, and I, I, I enjoy what I do, and I would not uh, even bark up that tree. <laughs> wow. Watson, speech. If I did not yeah. have a lady, I would bark up uh, Brooke Hogan's tree, though. <laughs> yeah,
6: right? With her uh, with her, uh, yeah. her uh, ankle bracelet on. Kenny's too short. Her. Out my daughter.
2: She's got an axle, uh, ankle bracelet. She does. She has yeah. A GPS but Hogan, Hogan had that crazy MTV show that's his where he had an ankle bracelet on and he tracked her when he she was going oh, right. out on tape. Yes, that's right. Yep. I remember that. Yes. All right, Hasbin. Yeah. Hey, thanks, uh, thanks, man, for that bit of info. Hey, what, hey what's happening with uh, with Tony Alessi? He'll um, be on the show soon, buddy. Yeah, he's coming on the show. I, I can't wait. All right, thanks, buddy. See you. All right, hey, have a good show. Thanks, man. <laughs> Pulp MX show, you're on the air. Who's this? This is Gary? Hey, Gary, where are you calling from?
6: I'm calling uh, from Tacoma,
2: Washington. Hey, man, thank you for uh, for listening to the show, and you have a question dude, for one of us.
6: Yeah, yeah, a huge fan of the show, man. I just appreciate what you guys do. A lot of us that work our uh, nine to five jobs, dude, this is just a saving grace to be able to listen to you guys, and I uh, appreciate it. But uh, thank
2: you, thanks. I got a
6: motocross, I got a motocross nations uh, question. This is a uh, me and our buddies always talk about this. Now, there's no production rule, right, over the GP Series, correct? Correct. Um, now, when we race the nations, is that, are we behind the ball a little bit with our bikes? Because do we stick to a production rule? During the motocross the nations and the guys that come over, like Coroli? do they have the badass bikes that we don't get to use? Or do we actually put some parts on those bikes for just the nations that are not production?
2: That's a, that's a great question, man. And uh, and actually, they, uh, they are the exact same bikes that race in America. And the euros bring their full works bikes, but here's another thing though: is the Americans have to meet and the Canadians. Let's not forget about them; they have to meet the yeah. strict the strict U.S. Uh, the strict F.I.M. sound limits, um, which is 94, and here it's 96. So our bikes, the riders do complain when they're racing the these nations about the uh, the lack of power. They notice the two dB uh, difference, and actually F.I.M. tests are a little str- more stringent than uh, the A.M.A., which puts a uh, plastic thing on your fender but uh so they actually have to abide by the fmim rule but and they notice it they don't like it as much the american riders but everything else dude they leave the bikes exactly the same and uh so it just goes to show you that uh you know the bike isn't everything
6: right on hey and real quick uh do you think that 350 the reason why Coroli is winning all those second motos because he's a man in the second moto compared to what guys are in the, in the first moto you think that 350 is being lighter and a little easier to work with, that allows him to do that in the second moto to get those guys. It looks to me that he's just so much stronger on that bike late in the second moto than most of those guys on the big
2: 450s are. Well, uh, that's good. Another good point. I think if you listen to my Josh Coppins podcast on uh, Trans World, Coppins' theory is that Caroli's just stronger. He's in better shape, and he always yeah. comes on at the end of the motos. Be it and Coppins also didn't buy the fact that last year's 450 was a 390 or whatever people were saying. Coppin swears that last year's bike was a 450. But beside the point, went the GP I went to, the last 10 minutes he smoked everybody. And I guess that was the theme all year. And that's the theme in 2010. Again, Carole's just he's just physically stronger than those guys. I don't know how much has to do with the bike. I think
3: Caroli is much stronger because he has a bigger nose and he can breathe more air.
2: There we go. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Anyways, man,
6: hey I can I can't wait to... are you going to Seattle by the chance? To the see
2: Oh yeah, we'll we'll be there. You cool. Sure? My
6: dad say by the way, we're huge basset hound fans. Dude, my dad's got a whole room dedicated to basset hound stuff, and I know you like those big yeah. hound dogs. Yeah, I your dad's like pretty cool.
2: those.
4: Mathis has a whole house
2: dedicated <laughs> to basset hounds. <laughs> I do. I do. Hey, uh, dude, right on, man. Anyways, do I talk to you later, man? All right. Thanks, hey, Sp- for calling. thanks for calling, man. appreciate it. Hey, if you want to give us a call right now, 702-586- Seven we are going to have uh, Josh DeMuth on in about 20 minutes. Uh, the sheriff will be on and joining us on the line, and uh, we'll ask him all about that. So uh, give us a call if you want to uh, talk about the new show, the Paul Pimex show. Hey, Mathis, just yeah.
4: just so people know, are you going to run the table on races from here on out? You're going to all of
2: them? I'm all of them. All of them. All of them. And I'm going to all the outdoors. Gotcha. And I'm going to a couple Canadian outdoors, and I'm trying to go to the Spain Spanish GP. Mm,
4: nice. Okay.
2: If I can get somebody to pay for it.
3: Hey, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> I'm staying in Las Vegas and having a good old time because I don't go anywhere in the S- summertime.
2: Starting after Las Vegas, that's right. Yeah, I'll
3: go. I'll
4: be at the X Games.
3: So I, any,
2: I need to go to the cares? X Games. I've never been.
4: Sounds but, like I need Kenny's job. Kenny's job, so I can do nothing for the summer. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, that's
2: ten minutes ago he was telling us about how busy he is. Yeah, that's, so the, that's so the busy, busy. time yeah, yeah. of the season. Yeah.
4: Off mic, right?
3: That's when. That's when we make things happen over there at Heart and We, you know, we prepare. It's called preparing. That's what my boss is all about, Carrie Hart. Preparation, it that, is key. That's what he says. To Not going to lie. You? That's, that's what he, right.
2: That's what he barrels down on you. Preparation is the key. Um, hey, let's, let's talk about. Uh, and you don't have to get into specifics here, but uh, what's a guy like the move making from you guys to get to the races? Uh, to to join your team, you know, this late in the season, is it more of a, you're doing him a favor? Pretty much. Pretty much, and he's yeah. just riding for purse money and and. Pretty much. I, I mean, don't I think know, I know, can see.
3: You know, talking to Josh and you know. Sorry seeing, to put
2: you on the spot. I didn't know if you. I don't care. Yeah, I didn't think so. I
3: mean, I don't think. I wouldn't would. think it'd be a big. Well, spot. I don't, think, he,
2: I don't uh, think. I don't think he really gives Paul a shit might,
3: either. Paul might. Paul might. I've been upset at that call. Uh, at that question. I don't think he gives a shit either. But to make a long story short, he told me he made more weekend, more money this weekend than he did on a weekend of arena cross, winning
7: everything. Yeah, yeah. And he got. We'll leave bad. it at that. Yeah, yeah. That's bad. Uh, let's take this call. You guys want to sure, take this call? Sure, take it.
2: Hey, Paul, MX Show, uh, you're on the air with uh, Mathis Watson. Uh, who's this? Gentleman Nash calling in. Hey, Nash, what's up? Uh, Dave Nash from uh, New Jersey, uh, regular caller. Thank, Thank you. Thank awesome you. show. Uh, I'm working in my garage, working on my bike, raced this weekend. I had a good time. Race GNCC though, right? No, I was doing a local enduro. Had
7: a, had a pretty decent day. Top uh-huh. 20 out of 400 some guys. Had a decent I day. Nash. But, um, anyway, who cares about me? Nobody. Uh, hey, how'd man. Shorty do? Didn't, I, I didn't. Sarah. I didn't
2: get to watch the race. I'm interested Shorty now. How Shorty was did. seventh. Seventh. I got the results right here. I, think, I know he was top ten. He. I'll tell you what eighth. though. Shorty was eighth. Shorty
3: struggled in practice. Oh yeah. Mm. His timing was a little off. There was a rhythm. There was a. Did you, if you watch the race on TV, there was like a a table table section, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he couldn't combo that thing if his life depended <laughs> on it. He didn't do it all practice, and then all of a sudden in the heat race, he just broke it out and just. Right. Looked like old shorty. But uh, I don't think he started too well.
5: Mm-hmm. You know, he, mm-hmm. didn't,
3: he wasn't up there. But uh, I think it might take him like we were just talking about. It. I think it takes these guys, when they're, when they're off that long, you know, I think it takes them a race or two to get back in the groove.
7: Well, I, I think that coincides exactly with what you guys are saying about Reedy and the fact that he is, like Steve said and you said, Kenny, guy's Chad Reed. You guys a legend. It's I mean, pe- people write, pe- what is it with people writing people off in this sport? Yeah. Not you guys. I'm just talking generally. You, right. you hear people mouth off. It's like, what the hell?
3: Yeah, you know, I think I really, this is my, this is my gut feeling what should happen. Back in the day, uh, they used to have the Mickey Thompson races and, mm. and the Ultra Cross, and they used to have trucks and all that crap, where for the autograph session, they let the, they let the spectators down on the track yeah. and do a track walk. I think they should do a track walk and let these guys say, why isn't he jumping that? You know, what? after yeah. practice, before they groom the track, when it's just ruddy and crappy, I yep. think, I think yep. people need to walk around that, and they'll give these guys a lot more credit and a lot more respect. Absolutely.
7: You know? Absolutely. I, I, that's the
3: way I believe it. That's Absolutely. Believe. One, a one
7: final piece, and you may want to save it for the end of the show, but I've always been dying to know, and maybe other people out there, why it Seals, 97, what happened at Suzuki and him. And I'm not looking to hear battle stories. I'm not trying to tank the guy. There's just always a lot of...
2: Didn't he work for you, Watson?
7: Yes, he did. All right. Wyatt Seals,
3: um, a lot of people don't know. He was Jeff Stan's mechanic at Honda for a super long time. Mm-hmm. Before, before that, he worked for Grayson Goodman. And mm-hmm. Wyatt Seals never won a championship. Never. Nah, didn't win an Arena Cross championship. Didn't win a Lights championship. And I think that uh, Wyatt is, is uh, you know, he worked for Jeff Stan And he... Did not work for Suzuki, by the way. His contract was not for Suzuki. It was from from Suzuki of Troy at the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Phil Alderton. He got hired to work for Jeremy. Um, The reason why is Grayson Goodman and Jeremy McGrath were super, super good friends. Mm -hmm. I knew Wyatt. um, And I think Wyatt on the bike setup sets the bike up a little different than another mechanic, preferably the way the riders would like stuff. Um, Okay. And I think he did that, and I don't think that uh, he really took into perspective the, the the problems that the bike could have. I mean, he had a flat tire, his handlebars broke, but I
7: don't think... I that, mean, I remember that, major clutch issues in yeah. the beginning, well, and yeah, again, I'm a neophyte, what the hell do I know?
3: But those bikes had a lot of p- clutch problems, but he was working alongside the factory guys, and I think they figured it out, and I think that's another thing, getting back to what I was saying, is Wyatt had his own way of doing things, and mm-hmm. Wyatt's way, Wyatt thought was the best way, and sometimes they weren't the best way, and sometimes they were
7: Excellent. Gentlemen, thanks for the show. Thanks for all you do. Kenny, appreciate the insight as always. You know, thanks, you know stuff that nobody else is willing to talk about or have been there to share it. So, I appreciate it, Nash. Keep the calls coming, bud. Hey, cheers. Have a good night, fellas. Bye.
2: Alright, well, thanks. And remember, too, for, uh, Wyatt Seals was ultimately replaced by Skip halfway through the Nationals. So yes. Obviously, there were some problems there. I, don't, I didn't read McGrath's book, but I think he trashed him a little bit in the book. Something about an un- unplanned Bahamas vacation or something.
3: Yeah, no, he got married. Oh, he got married? He got married to uh, Ron Woods' ex wife.
2: Hollywood? Holly. Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Well, Are they still true. married? No. Okay.
3: No. It didn't, didn't work out too well. Whoops. When you were married to her, and if you didn't have a factory jacket to give her, you're getting clipped. You were out? You're out. Yeah. You're out like a trout.
2: Right, right. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I don't know why at all, but uh, I just know there was some problems that year. Do you when know
3: why Seals worked for Ivan Tedesco at Plano Honda?
2: Yes. Wow. And, uh, and you were I, the team manager.
3: I was the team manager.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh, did he did he regale you with stories of uh, of Stanton oh, and? Planograph.
3: This is the way, Jeremy set his levers. This is the way you need to run your levers. Mm-hmm. This you could you know. Next time you talk to Ivan, ask him about that. But all in all, Wyatt Seals is a good dude. Right. You know, a good dude and. Uh, you know, people can say what they want about him, you know, as a mechanic, as this mm-hmm. and that. But
2: at the end of the day, he's a good dude. Different, uh, but good. Yeah, yeah, different, different but good. Uh, 702-586-7857. We're going to have Josh DeMuth on the show right away. The sheriff uh, will, will join us and talk about, uh, give us some dirt on Kenny Watson as a manager. Uh, he's known him for a long time. I was actually at that Boulder City track when DeMuth snapped his wrist trying that stupid jump. That I, re- I don't know why he tried.
3: We all told him not to. He had to do it. it's yeah. one of those deals where a rider just has it in his head. You know, nothing to prove.
2: Yeah, that was yeah, ugly.
3: There was cameras and chicks there that day. I remember that. So. Yeah, you
2: were there too. I think. Yes, we were doing yeah. a
3: oh, shoot. How come no one calls in, man? You guys write all this crap on the message board. Yeah, it's easier Call in to type and, in, and speak your mind.
2: Well, while we wait for calls, let's uh let's quickly <coughs> go to uh let's pay some bills and uh and go to some commercials and uh, we'll be right back here on the Pulp MX show.
5: X-Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business and the product has been race proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance Eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com.
2: All right, that's, that is the X-Brand uh, goggle commercial. Check them out on the thexbrand.com. Please do it, and please support them. Uh, Josh Strange uh, just took the uh, GNCC victory. I know I've already mentioned that. Let's talk about our other uh, sponsor here, Kenny, uh, TRE-MX, uh, one of the leading retailers in the uh, sport. Um, you've known him for a long time. Jason Eck.
3: Yeah, the, uh, I've been around the Racer Dutch for a, quite a while. Um, real quick, a quick story. I was a mechanic, struggling. Didn't know nothing about a dirt bike. Jason was my good friend at the Racer's Edge. I used to take my motorcycle to their service shop. That when I worked for a chain triller, and they would service it, and I would take it back like I worked on it all week, <laughs> and uh, they would did it. I mean, they have a line of ride a list. Triller never found out. I told him after. Okay. Uh, you know, there's here's a list of guys that they have sponsored and helped throughout the years. These guys give back to the sport more than I would say majority of the shops. Kyle Lewis, Brian Deegan, Tyler Evans, Billy Payne, Casey Johnson, Paul Curry, Brian Swink, Timmy Wiegand, Scott Sheik, and there's a numerous list go on. And he helps these kind of riders, and he'll help a B rider or a C rider. He gives back to the sport. He's not in it to you know, try to become anything more than just he loves the sport. He's an ex-desert racer himself. He's an expert guy in the desert. And Jason Eck is a good dude. He comes from a solid family. And I definitely, definitely, definitely say if you need anything, you go to, the, go to TRE.com, TREMX.com, pardon me, and you know whatever you need, they're going to get for you. And they're gonna, when they say it's going to be there, it'll be there. No bullshit. And, uh,
2: and what about the parking lot sale, Watson?
3: Oh, uh, Every Christmas, 12 years running, they give away a motorcycle, all kinds of stuff from wow. every one of their vendors, every one of them. They have a huge signing. Tony Alessi, the Alessi the brothers. Kyle comes out. Everybody that's in that area will be there. Right. And uh, they get back to the sport. I mean, they have a they have it catered. You get free sandwiches. They have all kinds of deals, and it's on.
2: Uh, yeah. So check them out. TREMX.com. dot com. Free shipping over a hundred dollars uh, anywhere in the country, and uh, they're are they are your one stop shop for all things moto. And if you punch in, if you order something and pulp, punch in Pulp MX Show, you get a discount. And Pulp MX Show is CAPS sensitive. So it's all CAPS, Pulp MX Show. Place an order, use the code, save some money, free shipping over $100, and just do it because Watson says so. Yeah, no, please do. No do better it. reason than that. Do it. And, uh, and also, ask
3: Jason Eck for a story about Kenny Watson. He has plenty of them. We're going to have him on the show, I think, right? yeah oh, we are? Yeah. Killer.
2: Yeah, we'll have him on the show, and he'll tell us some stories oh, about, man. about Watson. I'm going to get ruined. Yeah, you are. Sorry. And uh, let's not forget about JGRMX.com. Uh, check them out at the web. Um, leading suspension and motor company, North Carolina. Just getting into the game, Les Smith, full JGRMX rider, using their motor and suspension mods to uh, to make main events. And right. uh, He's and,
4: riding good. Not bad for and a rookie. Another victim of Tappy, I
2: believe. Yes, yes. And, and they also have uh, they have a hot amateur rider whose name escapes me right now, but he's doing really well also. And I should probably know that, but I don't. So uh, check them out. And uh, they have shock, shock dinos, fork dinos, motor dinos. Uh, this isn't just some fly-by-night place. These guys, although I've never been there, these guys' shop is uh, second to none. Taj Mahal of Moto. And they can figure anything out. Pulp BMX show, you're on the air with Mathis, Watson, and uh, JR. Who's this?
6: Hey, it's been again, dude. Nobody's calling in. Watson, I got a question for you. You guys are running Hondas this year, and you're doing pretty good. I mean, you get, you know, press everything. Are you guys getting any help at all? Zero, you know,
3: backdoor or anyways? Zero. Zero help from American Honda. We were going to switch brands, and it was all in order. Honda gave us uh, offered uh, what they were going to give us. Things didn't work out. <clears throat> with our other manufacturer that we were working with, we had to go back to Honda in the middle of November. Everything was allocated. Went to Carter Power Sports, our local dealer, and that's what we're running.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember you talking about that. So what, what's going to happen in the future now? I mean, you know, it's... I
5: can't, you I can't tell you. I can't tell you. That's yeah. part of the busy off-season.
4: Yeah, we have Beth during
3: the busy off-season where big things happen, Hasbun. Yeah. Preparations. It's all
4: about preparation.
2: All right, Hasbun, thanks a lot for calling in. All right. Is it time to call the sheriff? Give him a call. Let's uh, let's ring up Josh to move three times. Or four-time arena cross champion, depending on uh, on who you want to talk to, and uh, let's give him a call and see what's up with that.
3: Yeah, we're gonna call the uh, the sheriff. You guys, uh, this this dude is really, really, really a humble guy. Don't be afraid to ask him anything. He pulls the hottest chicks in the pits. That's for sure. <laughs> he has more no tattoos than anybody sure. out there, and his dad is insane gnarly. Insane gnarly, not just gnarly, insane gnarly.
4: Blowing us off. He's
3: probably got a chick. Probably He's probably with
2: his chick. Dang <laughs> Of course, uh Kenny. Uh you set this up, right?
3: Yeah, Uh-oh. he told me that he was gonna blow it off. You
2: have reached the voicemail box He's uh, done. Paul Max show, you're on the air. Who's this? Hello. Hello?
8: Hi, my name is Lisa Parker. I'm calling from Loose Research. I was looking for Maricela Gomez. Is she available?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, speaking.
8: Oh, okay, great. Um, right now oh, we're conducting a survey about current issues, and I would appreciate if you could take a few minutes to answer some questions for me. Um, please keep in mind that your answers will be used for statistical purposes only, and all. For what? For what purposes? Statistical purposes. What's that mean? Um, but that we're not using it to do anything to you, harmful to you. <laughs>
5: oh, okay.
8: It's just for, you know, you know, it's an opinion poll, actually. You hey, know how you watch the news and they say that we took a survey on do these people feel like this or do they feel like that or whatever? I'm the person that gathers that data for those people to can be able to, do me, to Can you Can you do me a favor?
2: That.
3: Can you give me your home number and let me call you back at your house? Well, actually, I'm not allowed to do that. Oh, okay, well, I'm at home too, so don't call me again.
2: Whoa, Kenny.
4: Oh man, I was about to have some fun with that. I was.
2: Well, we could have gone either way with that, and that is the joy of uh, of, of having a phone system. <laughs> Telemarketers, and you know, I'll be working here and doing a. Uh... Oh, that's awesome. Hey, dude. get Demuth on the text and figure out what's up. Uh, I'll be working here doing podcasts or whatever, and I'll get phone calls. Like this line will. Oh, w- yeah. Light up, and I'm, I'm I. I sometimes answer them, sometimes that. Sometimes I don't.
4: If I'm having a bad day, I'll mess with them. I got a fax line. Same thing. Right. It's never ending with these people.
2: Yeah, I, it's uh, it's seven o'clock at night here. Yeah. In uh, in Vegas. They should not be calling.
4: Oh, I'll get seven in the morning, Sunday. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah, you name it. Maybe um, this is
2: another one. Yeah. Pulp MX show, you're live on the air. Who's this? Hello? Ah. Hello?
5: Yes, oh, sir.
2: So. Dad? Hey, what's up? How are you?
4: again. Somebody's playing a recording, dude. I so know. We could play along, but yeah, we know
2: I, what's up? Yeah, I, I want to I play along.
4: Yeah. It's like Howard Stern wannabes.
2: Papapui, papapui.
4: <laughs> uh, oh, this is a wrong number.
5: Okay, bye. Thank you.
2: Okay, I don't even know. That was awesome. Fail. That, that was good. We're uh, we're doing well here tonight on the Papa Mech Show with uh, with our phone call so far. Yeah. Uh, Kenny's getting uh, Demuth uh, on the line. We'll see what he's up and and if he doesn't want to do it. How, how about the next You can find him. You can find him. Yeah. He's he's team home.
3: If he does not call in.
2: I he's fired.
4: I say he, he is yeah, fired. Oh, that's true. Oh, he's got leverage. Oh, yeah. His bike's not going to show up yeah. next
2: week. Yeah, yeah. Could you fire a guy without talking to Hart first? Yep. You have ultimate authority? With Josh Smith, I do.
4: Okay, all nice. right. All right, there excellent.
2: Excellent. Uh, kind of like the
4: Pittsburgh Steelers. They just fired their uh, Super Bowl winning MVP, just like that. Said later.
2: Yeah, I don't know what he got. He got in trouble for something.
4: Uh, he's got a list of things that he was up to, but uh, I mean, right. S- Super Bowl MVP and then no more. Yeah,
2: more teams should do that. Yeah. Imagine you, if they did that in our sport in yeah. motocross. Oh God! Like, say you acted up out of line out of the track, and they just fired you.
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be too many guys on the gate.
2: Yeah, that's probably a good point. Exactly, there wouldn't the line the, the the lines would be pretty low, and we'd be back at Toronto where there was twenty three guys uh, on the line. Um, Watson, what's up? No, no go. Well, we can move on to our next.
4: Wah, wah, wah. We can
2: move on to our next thing.
4: I would just say we make the next caller that that that. That's who's going to be the guest for today evening
2: yes speaking of calls yeah call in 702 586 or or you know what if you have a question for us let's uh, let's go to the chat room and uh, somebody uh, throw us some questions let's uh, we'll answer them the best we can one <laughs> of us will anyways
4: somebody put on here tell him you'll give him a rear linkage for the KTM if he answers the phone
2: how does bike look Watson
4: uh, it looks okay. I think he
3: Still not. I think I think uh, it needs a little bit more work, but uh-huh. that's what we are there for, so I think uh, things are gonna be okay.
2: All right. Paul Pamek Show, you're on the air with Mathis and Watson. Who's this?
6: This is Dale.
2: Hey Dale, where are you calling from? Austin, Texas. <laughs> nice. Uh, Austin, short, Texas. Uh what's what's happening? What's your question tonight? Well I, I really don't have a question, but shoot, you guys
6: are dying up there. I, I, I kinda had a question for Demuth or De- I thought it was Demuth,
2: but what what is it, Kenny?
3: Uh, I call him. You can say it either way. It's spelled the same way. You could say it either right. way. But if you just want to call him the sheriff or JD, there you go.
1: I, I wanted to give him uh, props for
9: uh, for that passage. I'm trying to put them on him the box.
3: Yeah, that was awesome, wasn't it? He just held his line
9: yeah.
6: tight. Yeah. In fact, telling those guys were giving him props too. They, they were saying, "Oh, there's going to be some, but." Yeah, you know, uh, racing in arena cross he used to bang a bar with these guys. Sure enough, not
2: try to run in there and, and yeah, totally well, Yeah,
4: right on. If we do get him on the phone, we'll try to get that question answered for you. And thanks for calling.
2: Yeah, thanks, Dale. Pulp MX show, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey,
0: Mathis, it's Cooley. What's
2: up? Hey, Cooley, how are you? Um, what's oh, going on, no, but, Uh
0: Hey, I had a question. Probably Watson would uh, would, would know more about it than you because you didn't watch the race, but. I watched a little uh, bit
2: with, of it. I watched a little bit the, of it, pal. What's that? What's that? I watched a little bit of it. Easy now.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Um. Uh. Dungy's bike. Was there something wrong with it? It almost looked like he was having like a clutch problem, or his brake was not working properly, or something. Because about three or four times in the first bunch of laps, before he stalled it, he'd go over like a little bump, and the front would dive really quick. It was, like he usually rides so smooth, and it just looked like the bike was reacting funny compared calling? to you know, the way he usually rides it. I was just wondering if maybe that was the reason he stalled it and maybe that was the reason for all the fun of the race.
3: What part of the track are you talking about? Where, are you talking about the whole, it looked like it was the those, whole track or was it a certain part of it? The rollers,
0: no, he no, it happened in three or four different spots and that's kind of what I wondered. I started paying more attention. It wasn't always the same spot. and like, And then when he stalled it, um, you know, it, it just looked like a real goofy sort of mistake for him. So I, I don't know if maybe he was just having a, a, a bad brain day or if there was maybe something wrong with the bike.
3: Yeah, I don't think there was something wrong with the bike because I was in the tower standing next to Roger and, you know, they would have been on the radio, you know, panicking. But, yeah, uh, I don't think I don't think it was a bike setup problem myself, but I might be wrong. But uh, I personally don't think so. I just think he had an off night. That's one right. of
2: uh one of Canada's top mechanics on the line, Watson. So he's got you know eagle eyes on his couch. The announcer, just FYI,
4: during the race, <laughs> was there something wrong.
2: i um, no, no, no 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 no. There wasn't, but I'm just saying he, the man can tune a he bike. He knows
0: his stuff. Okay, sure.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far, but oh, I just did, Cooley. I just did. Oh, okay. During hey, the race, thanks. the team.
0: Hey, I got my ferry jersey today oh you did oh sweet yeah it showed up all right it 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 beat my lenses and my hoses uh
2: yeah lenses and hoses are on their way
0: keep oh cool keep looking bud
2: hey thanks thanks thanks, coolie or you got another question
0: okay see See you
8: guys
2: later all All right thanks moto show uh pulpa mech show you're on the air who's this
6: hey this is steve Lamelza from michigan mafia land how you guys doing
2: what's up steve hey thanks for calling in man appreciate the support um Michigan hey, is strong. You, de- you guys
6: deserve it you know i mean this is this is a show keep plugging away man this is something you like it us- oh i love it and then thanks for the emails back i can't wait till you get the those i itunes podcasts on your own site because my computer will just will not load that
2: thing yeah i don't know man i tried them after uh, i've gotten a few emails about that and i go on itunes and i try them i try them on my one computer that runs Windows Seven works fine. Another computer that runs Vista works fine, man. I don't know. It could be a could be an iTunes. Thing. I got
6: an old computer. It's probably my computer.
2: Time to step up, Looking Steve. At... Yeah, step up, Steve. Yeah. Spend uh, the money, bud. <laughs> well, Watson's got a lot of money. Maybe he'll get. <laughs> it. How much do you need?
6: Uh, wow, well, what's you a you new computer gonna run? Seven fifty, you know.
2: Five hundred bucks.
6: Tom. 500 there you go. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah,
2: you want to bet him? If you want to bet him something, perhaps he'll lose, and you'll be, you're going to pay that guy this weekend, Watson. By the way, oh shit, he's coming this weekend. Do you have a question, Steve? Uh,
6: yeah, where's my ferry jersey, man?
2: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I just send I send them out like candy to everybody.
6: Yeah, I got I got a I'm few things that if you guys want to wrap a little bit. From being from Michigan mafia mafia land, I have not seen anything about what happened with Nico I know he still had a foot problem going uh, on, but I mean, he just disappeared off the map.
2: He did. I think he broke his toes. Watson, no? I don't know. Oh, yeah, he broke something else. He's still struggling from his heel. There's no doubt about it. And uh, he either broke his toes or he broke or sprained an ankle or something. And somebody saw him at Dallas hobbling around, could barely walk. So I imagine that's his problem. Oh. Yeah.
6: Doesn't sound like he's going to be ready for the outdoors, huh?
2: No, I don't think so. You know, it's funny that Izzy's from Michigan, though. You never know. I always thought he's from Florida forever. Yeah. But he's actually from Michigan.
6: I think Izzy needs no, to get he, ready he, for... Yeah, uh, he's from Michigan.
3: I <laughs> think Izzy needs to get ready, ready for, uh, like, Burger King or something. Ooh. Oh,
6: <laughs> wow. man. Yeah. That boy was that, on a that, roll there for a little bit.
3: Yeah. That's you know, that's he's
6: that. had all the potential. You know, but
3: hey, there was a lot of them. The Suzuki's brought them all up. You want to talk about potential? Jerry Dostal, Shane Bess.
2: Ben Riddle.
6: (laughs) Yeah, you know, Steve, I'm looking for you guys, you know, Steve to uh, you know, these racers that could have been, you know, like the hoop. I'm waiting
7: for Mm
2: -hmm. you
6: to try to get a hold of him. You know, guys, you know, I'm talking Michigan, but there's you know, there's guys from all over the United States. And hey, we'll include Canada, but
2: uh you you know, like
6: to hoop out of here and Eddie Warren, maybe grab Keith Bowen, you know.
2: I tried to talk to I tried to find Eddie Warren, he's disappeared off the map. Uh, me and Swink traded phone calls last week. I was walking the four Bassett Hounds. Uh, Swink called me and said, I'm ready for this podcast. I've been in Florida for a week. Let's do it. I said, Swink, I'll call you back in an hour. And he said, uh, fine, all right, I'll be waiting. And crickets. crickets. Called him called him five times that day and left a him a stalker. message and nothing. So and
6: his, his, his wife sent him out for milk, you know, and yeah,
2: over bread. Not sure when Swink you know? podcast is coming. But, uh, hey, thanks for calling, man. we got to take some more lines.
6: Yeah, get get that guy used to race pro am against them unbelievably fast.
2: All right, man. Hey, thank you. Paul Per show, you're on the air. Who's this? It's Rob Square. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Thank you for calling. And uh what's up? You got a question?
9: Yeah, I got a question. Uh, I want to know um what like what what's the biggest deal with the the guys that are has beens and whatnot? I mean, what what is it that just does not allow these guys to make it cuz I in Florida, and I've ridden locally, you know, all these tracks with like Brian Gray. Brian Gray still rides around here and whatnot. And it's like, how do these guys go? I mean, what what, what makes them not do it? Do they just wow. spray off the beaten path, like Stroop said, or in your podcast, you know, and he gets into the wrong things, or what, what's doing this?
2: Yeah, I don't think we have the time to talk about it. Or the But answer, but the uh, there's so many things, uh, Watson. What would be, like in your opinion, the number one? Because these guys. You have to understand—they're all super talented guys. They're all—they can all do the jumps. They can all ride, but there's so many other things. In your opinion, Kenny, what's the number one reason why a, a kid doesn't succeed in a sport? I think a little, uh, Okay, you know, go, I think, a, a I think it's called
3: life in general. I think they're raised and breed to be racers, and that's all they do. They don't go to school. They don't hang out with other kids. And then when they get to that age where they're 15, 16, 17, 18, and they go out on their own and away from their parents, all of a sudden they got they got girls. I think girls is the number one killer for these young kids. Yeah. Because they start dating – I mean, Brian Gray. That's what happened to Brian Gray. Brian Gray – He got married
2: at like
5: 19 He or got something. married
3: super young. And then Mills ended up hanging out with his wife. They did a little deal, and it just gets crazy. It snowballs And then your train of thought from just racing and training – it's put on the back burner, and you think you can ride on that natural ability. I think that's a perfect example for Jason Lawrence. He was a guy that had the natural ability, didn't have to train, didn't have to ride, and he did it. And he was up there. Then he went away for a while, and he's not training as hard as he probably should be, and riding like he should be. And now he's out there, and he's just you know just another guy making the main rolling around.
2: All right, well I for dropped him. I dropped the call. But uh, sorry for that. Yeah, sorry for that, bud. Um, uh, what's it? Steve, no, no, Steve was the last. Steve guy. was the last guy. I think uh, it was Dave. Ray. Okay, Dave or Ray. Dave. But, uh, I I agree with you, man. Um, when you watch these guys ride, I mean, you, anybody who rides at a local track with any of these local pros can attest to just how fast they go. I mean, I remember watching riding the track with Troy Adams when he was rode for you, Kenny, and he's so unbelievably fast; it's ridiculous. And they just get caught up in life. They just they make they get some money, uh, and it's uh, too much too soon. Exactly, and uh, you know they don't work hard at it, and you know. I, I'm, I hate to bring this up, Tim Ferry, but I'm going to bring up Tim Ferry. He almost blew a Suzuki ride. I mean, he got some money and went through it, went through a big lift of trucks, partied with Nathan Ramsey, lost his ride, and it woke him up. He was like, oh, sure. shit. Like, and he was one of the lucky ones. But he told me, like, looking back at his Suzuki years, he didn't try he didn't nearly as hard as he needed to. He just figured, like, oh, all right, cool, you know? I'm always going to have a factory rider. I'm always just going to do this. And, uh, and so there, and you know, there's a perfect example. So
4: I would, I would say just like in any sport, natural ability will only take you so far. Um, the other problem is big fish, small pond kind of thing where, you know, again, you, you talk about local pros, but you have a local pro and then you've got a national level pro, um, I mean, there's just a big difference, and the platform right. is there. The natural ability, your local pro, you're doing good, but you still have to work to get to that next level, and then you have to maintain that. And
2: we have a guy in Vegas here. Uh, what's his nuts?
4: Um, Partridge. No. No. Derek.
2: No. Oh, uh, Costella. Costella. Oh yeah. Talented.
4: Mathis, Mathis loves Costella. Yeah,
2: talented guy. Talented kid. Yeah. Just, you know, never uh, never worked at it that hard. And
4: well, he's a good mini bike rider, and found his niche yeah. in that respect. Yeah, that'll get
2: you far. Yeah. Paul show, you're <laughs> on the air. <laughs> Who's this? Hello. Hello, you're on the air with uh, Mathis and Watson. Who's this?
9: Hey, guys, this is Dan out of Portland, Oregon. Hey,
2: Dan, thanks, man. Uh, this is the third call from the Pacific Northwest tonight. So. Wow.
3: Yeah. Hey, Great.
2: thanks, man. Thanks for caring about the show, calling in and all that. Like what's that uh, guy what's your question?
9: <laughs> I just got one question for you guys. Um, lately, it seems like the mains are getting pretty damn short. Um, just this week, I mean, it's been this way the last couple months, actually, with 45-second lap times, looking at 16-minute mains on the 450 and 12-minute mains on the 250. What do you guys think about that? I mean, it's, it seems like the crowds are going down. It might attribute to that.
3: Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll speak for this weekend. I can't, you know... I know that they had to make a track change after the track walk, because they had a couple sections that were huge. And yeah, why'd they
2: get rid of that quad?
3: Because the riders and the team managers... It was. It would have been a third gear pinner, and that triple was huge. And you see the guys. Some of the guys were having problems. Ca- they were casing it anyways. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's it's coming down to a safety issue with a lot of the the, the managers, just like in Daytona, you know, where everyone got together and, and had them change it, and then you know it was even more dangerous. That's why Grant crashed. You know, Langston. Yeah. Oh, that did session. they change
2: that step up for the managers? Yeah. They all. Every all the yeah. managers wanted to do it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
3: Yep. Well, you learn something new every day, every day when you hang out with me, dude. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But uh yeah, I I, I personally think that, that that's the uh that's what's going on. Um and you know what? I I think when they build these tracks, I think they're they're looking at, you know, that the lap times are gonna be, you know, close to a minute, fifty five seconds. But I just think the guys are, is their speed and their what they the way they're combo and stuff is is you know, they're they're not expecting that.
2: There you go. I I I think that uh they should do time time main events. Twenty minutes. It's twenty
5: minutes. I agree. I agree.
2: And have a countdown on the on the uh, have a countdown on the uh, the top five board, and uh, that's the for the fans for the fans to know you know what's left. And uh, uh, I just I mean I don't think when you get rid of semi races and you're getting you're charging thirty forty fifty yeah. sixty dollars a ticket, I don't believe there's enough racing. But having said that, there's got to be something we can do with the tracks because the tracks a triple was sixty seven feet in two thousand. It's sixty seven feet in two thousand and ten. The bikes aren't the same. No. So True. we need to we need to look I think as a sport as a whole, we need to look at the the, the, the night show of a supercross and uh and figure out what we can do to try to get more racing in there, or change the tracks or something. Maybe MC was onto something with those metal ramps. I don't know.
9: Semis were always good. Maybe was... something like Australia, the way they change up the format yeah. every week. What do you guys think?
2: I mean, they could have five races a year that are two 10 10-lappers.
3: Well, you, you know, we have to remember one thing. The promoters of this event, they don't look at it as a race. They look at it as a show. And they want it in and out quick as possible. And that's just the way. Yeah. The reason why, for instance... If you're in the second 250 or 450 heat race, yeah. okay, you literally have 10 minutes to get to your truck, fix your bike, get it back to the starting gate before the gate drops, okay? And they don't give a shit. They're, they're, the gate's dropping if you're there or you're not there. It's 10 minutes. They should take that freestyle exhibition, put that thing after the heat races, and then do the LCQs and then go right into it. And they're saying, well, that doesn't give the guys enough time to get ready for the main I go. It's the same amount. If you're going to the LCQ, you're going to be pumped to be in the main. Even if, I mean, you got two guys that are going to transfer out of that. You know what I mean? They're going to be pumped if they get. To, they think, if they make the main, do you think they're really going to bitch about not having enough time to get ready for the main event after they made it? Right. They're going to be ready. Yeah. Or what about? It's four. It's it's six laps, and then the last chances in the lights is four laps.
2: I'm just I'm just free balling here. But what about like a 125cc <laughs> race? With kids. That would be awesome. Something, right? I think everybody needs to get together and figure it out. Wouldn't it be cool if, if they had uh, a couple races or three races that are two ten 10 10-lappers, and all of a sudden, the dudes who aren't in good shape, maybe they can hold on for 10 laps. And when you go to that certain race, Houston, you know that this guy is a 10-lap specialist, and he's going to do well. And it's just another monkey wrench thrown into a series. Or start them again. Or try to gate pick. My, my gate pick theory about having... Giving points out for heat races—that's my theory. My, my new super It's sure thing. Yeah. Well, that's
3: why they used to do it back in the day. They used to do it in the '80s, I think, with two semis. Yeah. They, and they would add your points together, and that was your. That gate was. 19,
2: yeah, yeah. That was 1985. They tried a new format, but I don't know. I just I'm I'm with you. Uh, it's a double-edged um, sword. What's your name again? Dan. <coughs> I gotta write this stuff down, Dan. I'm with you. I think we I think we need to look at it. We need to look at uh, tracks, format, something. Time times throw another five
4: laps on there i mean 20 laps is nothing well but not every
2: track's the same like yeah, some sure. of them are good some sure. of them are fine uh st louis this is always a big track this weekend you know this is a long lap time track so maybe we're good at 20 laps you know what do you think yeah. what, i mean
9: they time? already took away our daytime
3: qualifiers so
2: <laughs> they did they took away the daytime qualifiers. Yeah, i
3: hate that because it's a long day out there i like to see some racing i like to see some go yeah. for it
2: they took, they took away our friday practice which is good, because we can go in a yeah, day that, later. Yeah, we could
3: go without that, but... I'm
2: okay with that.
9: All right, guys. Well, thanks for answering my question. Uh, great show. Uh, Keep it up, man.
3: Yeah,
2: thank you, man. I appreciate it. What's your favorite part of the show? What do you like the most?
9: I'm just... You know, I don't mean to bag on Paul. I'm just glad Watson's there. I'm, I'm, I was a huge... Um, <laughs> uh, not detractor, but I, I, I like Watson's stories probably the best. I've been around the sports since 1975, and it's just fun hearing somebody tell stories about the sport oh. without worrying about what people think.
2: Right on, man. I thought, And I, that's Watson. Yeah, I thought I was better than Watson, but that's cool. Whatever. Oh. Thanks, Dan. All right. All right.
3: Hey, you can go to my fan club at my, yeah. my Facebook. Facebook. I'm, yeah. just, Facebook. Kidding.
2: I'm just kidding. I All right. Hey, Dan. Job. Dan, thanks for listening, man. Thanks for calling. Uh, Watson. What up? You're in the show three weeks and – people like you better.
4: Taken over. It happens, bud.
2: It happens.
4: Welcome to the Moto Show with Watson and uh and Watson. and Watson. I'd love to see
2: Kenny sit in this chair and try to work all this shit here. Oh, I couldn't well, do it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Hey, what's happened to the sheriff? Anything?
3: The sheriff is MIA. MIA. The sheriff's M-I-A. that's okay.
2: That's okay. Uh maybe maybe It he, happens. I don't
3: know? know. I'm looking through my phone here seeing also I could call
4: Hey, what the do you Easter like? break, you know. We
3: got, got a couple here. Timmy Wiegand, Troy Adams,
4: Hey, you can call Troy and see how what we he
2: thought We should just call a LCQ? random rider. Yeah,
3: yeah. Just let's call, call, call Adams. Adams would be a
2: good one. He's not going to answer. Uh, he never answers. Yeah,
3: you want to bet? He'll answer Kenny's phone.
2: Yeah, but we're not calling from Kenny's phone. Well, do All it. All right, let's uh, let's let's give him a call. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna, no, I,
3: I'll I'll call Adams and I'll say, yeah, hey, I'm going to call you back from a different number.
2: Okay, you're going to text him. Yeah. All right. Something like. Yeah, that. Yeah, we'll I'll get Troy Adams on the show here. Uh, we'll uh, we'll
4: talk to him about his his
2: Canadian his summer.
4: Gift.
2: Yeah, I don't know if that's official yet. I might have not might not have been able to break that. I don't know.
4: Mathis just <coughs> ruined his agent deal.
2: Hey, Pulp Mx show, you're on the air with uh, Mathis and Watson. Who's this?
7: It's Nash. I don't want to torment you.
2: No, Nash, that's fine. You, your questions are fine. What's up?
7: Uh, I, got an, I got a question in regards to DeMuth being on that wacky reality show that was horrible. What it was, was that? painful to even watch.
2: What was that? DeMuth?
7: It was a, the reality show that used to be on Spike TV, and the sheriff was on like one or oh, two episodes. Oh, he's talking with that wacko team.
2: Yeah, Holligan's team with Lucky, yes. Lucky the Motor Builder. Yes. Yeah, what's up? Well, no, nah, I just want to know if you guys knew anything in regards to the
7: sheriff riding for those guys. I mean, I know that's the theme tonight is getting the sheriff on here. And the dude's a badass guy. I mean, he can ride, no doubt. And uh, I just remember seeing him on that show with, he had some girl, obviously, it's not his girl right now. And I was Leticia. like, yeah, what,
2: what the hell's going
7: on here? So yeah, and,
2: Leticia, anybody care to weigh in? Letitia was his girl back then. Uh, yes. Uh, and she was became uh, Miss Motocross. And then as fast as she came onto the scene, she, she, she disappeared off the scene. <clears throat> and, uh, and she got
4: so, clipped. Tell her why she got clipped. Howard Stern show. Uh,
2: I don't know why she got clipped. She on
4: the vibrating chair on Howard Stern. The on Howard Stern. I turned you, I you down, Watson,
2: your mic because you're on the phone. So I turned you down. So are you going to talk on the phone or are you going to talk on the air?
4: Phone. He's gonna do something oh,
2: on the phone. Uh, did she really get clipped because of the stern thing? No,
4: I, I is don't that th- why? I don't think it helped her cause for sure. Cause no, I don't think so she either. She had some things in the works. Um, again, not claiming to know, but she did right. have some things in the works as far as doing stuff outdoors. And then after that, um, it, it it went downhill and and whatnot. So, anyways, right. But uh, as far as the caller and is and the the Moto Show, that as far as the um, what was he talking about? The Holy. The whole, I the, the Hogan show, show and the, and the, the team. In fact, team.
7: the sheriff was on. And if Watson knew anything about Ryan when the sheriff rode for that team and how his experience was. Watson? Yeah. He wasn't listening. You're on, but
4: yeah. <laughs> any, any, well, Watson's do- doing double duty right now, sorry. I,
7: I, I don't apologize. mean to – I apologize. Better yet, my fantasy was, and which would never happen, is to have a reality show at Pro Circuit with Mitch when he was dealing with people. Because i used to say to my wife, I'd be like, this show rots. They need to do something good. I mean, I know it would never happen with Pro Circuit because –
4: that would definitely a, be interesting. Did, there's a video online of uh, uh, a local uh, camera guy or, or journalist or whatever, and he went in there with Dean Wilson, uh, not Dean Wilson, but um, the, the, the minibike kid. What's his name? Oh, I saw him,
7: yeah. yeah uh, Chirillo.
4: Chirillo uh, or whatever. Yeah, he got horrible at pronouncing that name, but uh, pretty interesting you know, um, to see all the ins and outs of it and whatnot. But apparently you've already seen it. So. Uh, it well, yeah, I, 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 I poked,
7: poked around a little bit, but, I mean, it, reality TV, and then I'll, I'll – I'll, segues into my third and final component is have you guys been tortured to watch the bubba show
2: i haven't
6: seen it
7: it's horrible it is horrible uh, my three-year-old daughter could write a better show
3: yeah. uh, you know bubba paid for that show out of his pocket
4: I, no. I i would
3: want my money back if i was him
4: i give him props for taking the chance and, and all that um but it's not helping him we got to get all.
2: sorby on and we can ask him too all right nash thanks man thanks for calling hey see you guys have fun all right Paul and show, you're on the air, who's this?
9: Hey guys, Steve. What's up, Steve? Hey, not too much. How thanks, you guys
5: doing?
2: Thanks for calling, bro.
9: Yeah, no problem.
2: What's up? Nothing, actually I just used
9: to I know Kenny a little bit a little bit and I knew Josh a little bit, grew up racing with him oh. and uh, just thought this was a good opportunity to get in touch with him and say hello. Where
3: well, are you calling from, buddy?
9: Pennsylvania.
3: Right on.
2: Well we don't have the sheriff on the line. Uh, uh, Watson didn't make it happen, but uh, he's was trying. But Watson's here, so, yeah, if you, I mean, if everybody knows Kenny.
3: Steve, I think I remember, Steve. Does your kid play football at, at Penn State? or or? Uh,
9: no, I used to do the Nationals and stuff like that. Steve Herman? Series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
3: nice. Stevie Herman. Steve. <laughs> I was just talking about you and your brother the other day. Who was I talking to? I think I was talking to... Yeah, man, I don't remember. Kenny Springs yeah, she remembers everything. Herman, dude, your your brother, the truck driver.
9: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, dude, you're a legend, dude. Don't even think about <laughs> National number fifty six. Hey, I'm just an old Chinese guy, man. <laughs> Shit,
3: you got a little, you got, dude. National number fifty six, dude. 56, on the Suzuki, think, right?
9: Yeah, yeah, that was my last.
2: Yeah, that hey, was. I remember Stevie Herman too. Steve I Herman was, uh, I though. was Birdwell's mechanic back then, and I remember Steve Herman. Treadwells. Birdwell. Uh, oh, Bird, Ty. Ty Birdwell. Yeah, 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 man, yeah. yeah. yeah those those are that
3: some celebrities, man. Time. Who needs a sheriff, right? Yeah. Hey, hey Stevie, what, what, uh, what would you think about the whole uh, Eichel thing and Jonesy and all those guys going <laughs> up that road? <laughs> oh, what oh, do you wow. think about all those guys?
9: You know, it's, it's, it, it, it's a hard deal, man. You know, I mean, if he's, You know, I I don't know the whole background stuff. I only know what I read, and it's, you know, the Eichel deal, they were saying, you know, he was up hard up for his mortgage payment or something like that, and I mean.
2: Let me ask you this, though, Herman. If you were going to rob a bank, would you put a mask on or just wear some yellow tinted glasses?
9: <laughs> I uh, I definitely would wear some kind of yeah. uh, disguise. You, you know, know what I let's mean? And he uh, went wrong. I think. Yeah,
2: I think he went wrong too, where he robbed
3: the bank where he opened his first bank account when he was a kid. He walked in to the <laughs> and it was inside of a grocery store.
9: Oh man! I mean, it's and 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 you know with with Jones too. I mean, you know that guy back in the day. I mean. He would, and and you guys know, I'm sure he would go up to Canada, and I mean, you heard about him getting in brawls overseas, and yeah. that that fellow there, he was a he was a he is a tough a tough fella, you know what I mean? When
2: and uh, when you're 46 and you're running a faux hawk, right? <laughs> Dude, he, he, let
9: me tell you something.
3: He hasn't changed one bit. He's acting like he's 20 years old or 25 years old still. Yeah, right. I mean, he still did. Uh, I heard a story two years ago when he was in uh, Australia on the Krusty Tour. He, didn't even, he wasn't even on the tour, but he went down there on his own dime and followed the <laughs> tour. They were at a bar, and there were some, like, National Rugby League, bunch of guys in the bar, and he called them out, and he fought them. Every, he <laughs> fought, like, four guys. And then the last guy he beat to a pulp, and he got arrested, and he's not allowed back in Australia until he went back over, he was on his way back over there. And that's when all this other crap happened. Really? Which I heard.
9: Wow. Wow. I, you know, I heard a similar story like that uh, back in the day. Those guys used to travel down with uh, Old Man Barr, Bobby Barr's dad. Uh, what's his first name? Uh, I can't remember. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby's Bobby, his yeah, first yeah. name. Bobby was yeah. a
2: kid. Right. Oh, no, Bobby. Bobby was Rodney was a son. Rodney, I'm sorry. Was Rodney a kid, was a son.
9: Yeah. Bobby was a dad. Right. They used to get down to uh, Brazil and stuff down there and race. Uh, and uh, there was a similar story like that where he called out these four big guys. And you know how Jonesy was, man. He was a, he was a scrapper. Like I say, he's a tough fella. You do not want to mess with him. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey,
2: Herman. What was your best ever national finish?
9: I. I think at Steel City one year uh, ninety. I think I got a twelfth overall. I That's followed uh, Henry up through there. We both got bad starts, and uh, that guy, man, I admire that guy. Him and like Barrett Carson and and, and Doughty, just just all all those guys from that that era. You know what yeah. I mean? And not not taking anything away from. From from the guys of this new era and stuff like that. It's just you know how it is. It all it, it all plays in your memories and when when you were doing it and when you were in it and
2: you know what I mean. Right. Oh Well. Hey. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling. Hey, man.
5: What yeah, man. Hey, it was, hey, it was good
9: talking to you guys. Uh, oh. uh, for Kenny, I just wanted to give him. Uh, and he he might get a kick out of this. I don't know if he remembers or not, but uh, this was a story he 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 told us, and it was uh, 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 uh a fella. And he gave gave a gave a, gave a sign before he hit the hit the gas on the boat to pull the skier out of the water. He said, "Let it happen, Cap'n. Let it <laughs> so, out, Captain." So I don't know if that strikes
2: a chord with him or not. But uh, he's smiling. Oh no, gosh, Kenny, you Kenny remembers that. That's the Ski King. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> brother. Right. Exactly. Hey, yeah, good man. talking to
3: you, Steve. Keep in touch, man. Call back. Okay. The hey, hey thanks a lot.
9: Good talking to you guys. Have a good hey, evening.
3: Tell your family I said hi.
9: Okay. Thank you.
3: Okay,
2: buddy. Wow, Stevie Herman. Dude, Celebrities Herman. calling it, dude.
3: I was just talking about that dude too. That's I, so I funny. What Herman's up to. That's yeah. a good dude. hard-working family behind him. Yeah, yeah. Going. That's what racing's all about, dudes like that. Dude. Was he? uh Was
2: he Japanese? He's, what was he's he?
3: Chinese and Mexican or Indian. Or right. Something.
2: He's all jacked up. Well, I don't know if I should say nah, that. But he ain't jacked, up. jacked up. Not jacked up. I mean, he looks like like, you know, he's I'm, a mutt. Yeah. But yeah. he's a good
3: mutt. He's I'm like not. he's like one of those mutts you get from the pound and it's the best dog you ever had. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? <laughs> Herman I mean dude, that guy, they would camp at the track, they would bring you in like family, man. And right. you know what? If you ever needed anything, the Hermans had it, man. They're right. good, good people. And I'm glad to hear that, you know, you sound good and
2: right you, uh you wanna call blows?
3: Might as well call Christopher Blows. All right, his, let's. Uh, uh,
2: we got another one. One of Kenny's riders couldn't make it, but we pulled up another one out of the reserve.
4: Hey, does he have tattoos like the? Demon? Yeah, he does. He has okay. tattoos. What about chicks?
3: Yeah, he, we could we can talk about chicks with Blose.
5: See, well, hey, had a
3: ripper sitting in the parking lot waiting for him. We pull up, me, him, and me and Bonnie and Big B. We pull up, and there's some ripping blonde sitting in the car. And Bonnie, Bonnie's all fired up. And, well, that's Blose, the chick being sarcastic. Blokes all, yep, that's
4: her, waiting oh, for him. Oh man. Her. It's the best part of the show. Waiting
2: for, waiting for the rider to pick up?
4: Just hoping that somebody's on the other end of that line. Yeah.
2: Hey, Chris Blos, you're on the air, the Moto Show. Uh, thank you. Uh, you're on with Kenny Watson, Steve Mathis, my buddy Justin. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, man.
3: Thanks for bailing us out. Thank you. Yeah, hey, uh, thanks welcome. for being there, dude. Ace from the hole as usual, yeah. the silent assassin.
2: Yeah. Sheriff was, <laughs> Sheriff was supposed to be on. Sheriff didn't come through, although the odds that Kenny actually did not text him were 50-50. But, hey, let's talk about your race. Talk about uh, talk about Houston for you.
1: Uh, Houston uh, was actually, went good to bad. <laughs> but, uh, I hurt my ankle next one in Dallas and just never really healed right. And um, in the main event, I caught it in the woods, in the rut there, and um, ripped it under my foot peg and Definitely won't go too good. So, um, yeah, definitely won't go
3: too well. Yeah, we got to get that ankle fixed, dude. Because this guy I have calling me, he's ready to fill your spots. Sparking out my whatever.
2: Basket. Oh Jesus! Come on, dude. Oh. Whatever.
3: <laughs>
2: how is hey hey, blows? How is uh? You had Pingree last year, and uh, you did well, and oh. now you have Watson. Compare, uh, contrast, compare. Right? Can you please compare David Pingree and Kenny Watson as managers?
1: In green. Oh, I'm watching out of the water. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Truth comes okay. out.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, you're so bench next week. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're, you're uh, out, dude. You may, hey,
2: I think I think Daniel McCoy's on speed dial still. <laughs> <laughs> to, this, to this day, I think Daniel McCoy's right there. Oh, bless you're my guy, nice. dude. Hey, uh, talk, I know. Talk about the transition to uh to 450s. Uh, what's been the biggest surprise for you? Um. Uh, out on the track for a full season of 450s?
1: Um, I just think the pace, you know, that everyone runs, you know, obviously, the lights class, you know, you do 15 laps, the Supercross class, you do 20 laps. Um, I think, also, you know, everyone, if you make the main event in Supercross class, like, you're a bad dude. And, um, you know, just everyone goes fast and, you know, it takes good starts and, and, and uh, learning that pace and and being able to do twenty laps at that pace is, is, is I think the biggest surprise.
2: Right on, and uh, and uh, how is the uh, how's the season going for you? Is it? Are you doing? I mean, obviously you're injured, like you said. Are you where you want to be in the season? I mean, I think you're doing pretty good. You're thirteenth in the points, fifteenth in the points. What is he? What's 13 Thirteenth, yeah, thirteenth, thirteenth in the points. Uh, is that? Are you happy with everything, all things considered? You missed the main event the first week, and you battled this ankle injury, so. Yeah,
1: I mean, uh, I wouldn't say I'm happy with being 13th in points, but, you know, I definitely want to be top 10. I'd be happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I missed Anaheim one and then get the main event there, and, you know, we had some setup issues that got taken care of, and I just feel like uh, we started out really slow and, and uh you know each weekend got better and better and you know i got a six and in indy which uh helped me out a lot and then you mm-hmm. know i had my ankle injury so uh mm-hmm. you know it's been up and down but you know i've been happy you know with uh my rides and definitely learned a lot this year in the supercross class
2: hey what uh what's the what's the worst watson's ever got mad at you well, what what uh, what was it for, and what was he what was he doing? Was he freaking out? How, how'd that go? He yeah, he always gets mad when I'm all pissed off. <laughs> when you're mad, he gets mad. Yeah. He just wants everybody to be happy I'm on his team. I'm mad because you're mad. Yeah yeah. He wants everyone to be happy on his team.
4: How about who would win in a fight then, right? If you're mad and Watson's mad, who would take who? Blose is pretty pretty stocky. Have you seen Blose? Yeah. Blose would beat my ass. Blose is pretty uh, big. I, I was just trying to get Kenny I, to talk. I about. didn't
2: I didn't really realize Blose was so ripped. Was so yoked. Until I saw him at the test Track or something one day, I was like, "Wow!" But uh, hey, uh, uh, what's your best? R- what's what's been your best race this year? Not that I'm like checking out your body. Don't be freaked out. Like I'm not. Yeah, man, friend to okay. another level. Yeah, don't be freaked out that I'm like you know checking out your your body or nothing. But uh, what's your best race this year, Bloes? Getting changing topics fast.
1: Um, it was an in indie, and I got six there. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh huh. And yeah, I was actually really sick that weekend. And uh was actually surprised on my finish.
3: And what did Watson tell you?
1: Um, he told me to sit out the third practice.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And I didn't listen to him. Um,
2: <laughs> and? And
1: I don't know what else he told me.
2: Wow. Well. Uh,
3: did I tell him, about, did, he, did Watson tell you that he was very proud of you and you rode awesome? And when you came back, you took your helmet off, you sat down, you were smiling, and you go, I am very happy. That's
2: what he <laughs> That's what he said? Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. Flo said, I'm very happy. And I said, Chris, you should be very happy. You rode
2: awesome. Oh, uh, did you guys hug after that or no? Uh,
3: we, yeah, I can think I gave him a good a pat on the ass and told him, good job. Yeah, that good, a, good gave job. Gave him that a boy. I'm getting a lump
4: in my throat from that.
3: Stuff. Yeah,
2: me too. I'm all choked up. Wow. Wow. Uh, Hey, uh, Blos, uh What's it like having Berluti as a mechanic, man? The guy has literally done it all. He's been in the trenches for so long. What's it like having uh, Tony Berluti uh, in your corner?
1: It's actually it, it's it's awesome, you know. And uh, you know, like you said, he's been around in this business in this industry for a long, long time now. Worked with great writers, and you know, he he's got positive input always, and he's. You know, if I ask him a question, you know he he knows what to tell me, and and usually what he tells me is is um is pretty spot on. Right. So Right. It's awesome, you know, to have him uh, as my mechanic, and you know I I wouldn't want to be working with anybody else.
3: Do you ever see him get fired up on somebody else around you, another rider, <laughs> like mechanics, or or team manager, or do you like when he gets all fired up? Because I love that side of Relu. People don't see that side of him. Yeah. But people, when he gets all fired up, and he goes, "Ah,
2: screw that guy!" <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, what happened with you and TLD? Um, Ping, Ping, told me uh, that you were done deal, riding for him. It was, it was, it was, it was done. Next thing you know, I turn around, you're on Heart and Huntington Honda, Heart and Huntington. Yeah. Oh,
5: sorry.
1: sorry. It, it was a supposedly done deal. Uh
5: huh.
1: You know, I just I was asking for some money, you know, just enough to get me by with. You know, just living the expenses just in general and food and all that, which you know right. is, and especially living in California and you know, it wasn't a lot of money and you know, they just weren't willing to pay me what I wanted and that's what it pretty much came down to.
2: Yeah.
3: Did your agent play a big part in, in, in your deal over there? Or did did I mean I mean, he couldn't close the deal for you, so it looks like you as a rider representative representing yourself pretty much closed your deal with me.
1: Uh, I think I think Paul had had a a, a big part in seal on the deal.
3: Yeah, you know what? Lindsay was very, very good to work with as closing the deal. I mean I I, I remember at X Games, I approached you and gave you my card and said I'd be very interested in work with you because I after,
2: after him and Bonnie got into the big fight? Dude, right. they didn't get no, fight. but they were battling yeah, on the track. Bloss, Bloss,
3: uh, dude, blows. Uh, all right, Bloss fine. trying like to start He's the, on the a show a little bit. Yeah, really, huh? But he, uh, you know, I gave him my... Uh, I was just really trying to look at his girlfriend at the time to tell you the truth, but, you know...
2: Was that Miss Supercross back then? Yeah, that's yeah. Mr.
3: and Mrs. Supercross were walking around right. at X Games together. And uh, I gave you my card, and you followed up, and... You know, Paul gave me, you know, a couple calls and we got the deal done. But, I, you know, I personally, Bloss, think that you're doing a great job. And I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass because, you know, I'm not like that. But let me ask you you a question. What other team can you drive four hours to come to their house, stay at their house, and have dinner waiting for you on the table when you
2: get there? Wow. I don't think any other team.
1: That's
3: the way we do it at Hart & Huntington.
2: Uh... Is, is Blows still out here?
3: Blows is here. In, in he, Vegas he's right
2: in now. Vegas. We should have him in studio.
3: He just got here.
2: J- Justin, you would have been out. But, I'm out. <laughs> but, uh, no uh, problem. We'll have to come. You have to come to the studio, Blos, and hang out oh, for one of these shows. Yeah, brand new
4: chair, brand new headset. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's everything. Uh, well, hey man, it's... thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on the show.
1: Yeah, no problem. Thanks Thank for you guys.
2: Thanks for saving us after after Demuth
3: bail. Blos, Blos, you're my guy. Dude, came through once again. New new parts for him on his bike. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Once again
6: I come I come through.
2: Yeah. yeah. Right on. Well hey, thanks uh thanks, thanks Bloss.
6: Thanks for calling in. Alright, see
2: you guys. See Later. ya Hey, I had an idea. Thank you. That was Chris Bloss of the Rockstar Hart and Huntington team, by the way. I had an idea.
3: You, let me tell you something about Chris Bloss real quick okay. for your idea.
2: All right. For well, my
3: Chris Blows. We had he was our B rider. He was the guy that we weren't expecting much out of. Just wanted him to do his best. We had Bonnie who was the top privateer. And you know, Bonnie had his little mishap before the season started got uh-huh. hurt. And Bonnie, I mean, excuse me, Chris Blows took that opportunity and ran with it. Yeah. He wasn't happy with his bike setup. We, he came to me and said, hey, I want to do this, this, and that. I know
2: what you're talking about, the bike setup, and that's pretty cool.
3: We just said, you know right. what? I want to do what's going to make you happy, and if you think that it's going to make your results better, I will give it to you. But if it doesn't, I'm pulling that shit off. Yeah. And he backed it up. Right. He had a bet with Big B at that I think it was San Diego, and Big B says if you don't get top thirteen, if you no twelve or better, uh-huh. I get to punch you in the face. Whew. And they, they, and Blos was so good. I
2: think Kehoe had that same bet with Millsaps. Yeah, really. A
4: lot of bets
3: going oh, that on. Was bet. That
4: wasn't my bet. That wasn't my bet. Oh, I know. Big I'm just B. speaking he's of the Big difference. You guys are part, of, I'm, our, I'm, our part I'm, of our crew. Speaking
2: of the difference between teams. Yeah, well, that's just the way we roll. <laughs> the way we roll. No
4: wonder Canard was riding so good, right?
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: And Blos hits, Blos gets off the track right before 9 TM and he's standing there, and he said, What's Big B's number? I need to call him. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And he didn't get punched in the face, and the kid's been, yeah. It's just, enough, it's just like the, when the guy called, he said, what, what, what guys? some guys have with that other don't? Chris Bloss rides with more heart than I've seen in a long, long time. That kid's ankle blew up the size of a, a freaking watermelon, uh-huh. and he stuffed his foot in the boot and toughed it out in Dallas and rode, made the main, and did his deal. This weekend, he twisted his ankle, which I don't understand. He pulled in, said, oh, my ankle's killing me, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And then any other guy could have just said, fuck it, and pulled it in and started for the F-bomb and went back to the truck. Well, Blos went back out and rode the last three laps. He didn't have to, right? But he is one of those guys that wants to be on the track all the time. So,
2: and uh, and for some of you that may be wondering, Blos is running a uh, non-sponsored product on the Rockstar Hart Huntington bike. And Kenny, like I said, he let him run it, and it's working out. And uh, you'll never know what it is because it's that. it's not uh, it's not easy to detectable. But he's backed it up, and that's good to see. You don't always see that. You see the riders blaming the bike quite a bit. But you don't see any improvements after you fix what they're complaining well, about. I'll
3: I'll use this on another team, and we talked about this person earlier.
2: Got to keep your hand off of the – Was on
3: a lights bike. Okay, good. And they told him straight out that this is what you're riding. It's the best stuff. We're not changing anything. You either ride it or quit. And that's the way a lot of teams are. But, you know, at Heart and Huntington, we're really not – we're not – You know, we look at it as more of a camaraderie of guys together and to go out there and do our best. In and army. And, and, and make people happy. Right. And we wanted Chris – we didn't want him to struggle all year. Mm-hmm. So what we did was we said, okay, let's work – let's work, Let's figure out the problem and get to it. And that's what we did.
2: Right, right. Yeah. Well, hey, if you if you got a question right now, 702-586-PULP, give us a call. I thought a funny segment might be – and I don't know if we can really do this. I'm throwing this on you guys on, on the, on the oh, go. On the
4: spot. Look at that. Why don't we have
2: the people in the chat room, throw out some names, and we'll see if we can call them right now. Maybe you have their number, Watson. Maybe I have their number. Jr. has only Nick Way's number. Yeah. But uh,
4: text him already. He's busy with the two kids. Yeah.
2: Let's uh, let's see who you guys want us to call uh, in the chat room right now, and we'll see if we can actually ring that person up, cold call them out of the blue, and uh, I, I would and say see though at, up.
4: At, at this point, uh, Demith gets graphics and fuel next week, and Blows gets Blows gets like total teardown, you know, spit shine the frame and all that good stuff. Hanson,
2: Kwame, Weege, yeah. Hill. But- Tim Ferry, Jason Lawrence, Letitia, Weege, Wendell Clark, my favorite hockey player. Oh, we're going to call you right now. Um, maybe we should uh, – uh, oh, Watson's on the phone with somebody. Letitia, 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 uh, Letitia. Who are we calling, Watson? The
4: Sheriff. Oh, see, he he didn't like the graphics
3: he, and fuel thing. No,
2: and, then, uh, and Watson didn't like the game.
4: Yeah, he
3: wants – No, we're going to call the Sheriff just because there's a lot of people that oh, they- want to know what the Sheriff's up to. So we're going to let people call up and ask the Sheriff some questions, like why they gave him his nickname – you know, why he has so many tattoos, how many kids he has, how many ex-wives he has. Illegitimate kids? Um, no. You know. I want to know why his dad is so popular. Everybody talks about his dad. Wow, he's an awesome dude. Which? Ask him how many stickers he collects with these <laughs> Get
4: Watson to call Lindsay. There's a good one.
2: Oh. Hey, is this the sheriff? Yes, it is. How you doing? Hey, what's up, sheriff? You're on the uh, Pulp MX show with uh, Steve Mathis. Uh, and more importantly, with Kenny Watson, and you're live on the air, so uh, no swearing that, that much. but uh, Not
3: that much. Just cigarettes and stickers, bud.
2: Cigarettes and stickers. Yeah. Hey, cigarettes uh, and stickers. Hey, thank you for coming on the show, man. Uh, we really appreciate it. We tried to call you earlier. We thought you just didn't like us, or Watson didn't arrange it. Oh uh,
8: No, no. I was uh, actually out working in the garage and uh, had the radio and some tools and stuff going, so I, I didn't hear the phone. Sorry about that. No, Do you have no, a but- cigarette? But uh, what was
3: that? Were you smoking a cigarette? <laughs> no cigarettes today, dude. <laughs> That's good, dude. That's good. That's my guy.
2: Hey, congratulations on your uh, Arena Cross championship, your recent uh, Arena Cross championship. We're arguing in the studio and in the chat room on the show. Are you four time or three time? Do we count the Buku? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess. All
8: I mean, right.
2: yeah. If we count the Buku, then it's been four times. Right, right. Okay, all right. So we're counting the Buku.
4: If they gave him a check then, and it cashed,
2: but well we don't know. Did the did the did the check cash, Sheriff?
4: Oh yeah, absolutely. Four oh, time it is.
2: Four time it is.
3: Hey, did the Hulligan check cash? Oh yeah. All right, bud.
2: Hey, uh Josh, <laughs> talk talk about Houston for you. Your return to the Supercross ranks. Uh how'd it go? What'd you think and uh, and all that?
8: Well, it's been a while since I uh since I rode one. The last time was with Hart and Huntington, uh you know, back I believe like, you know, early or late and um I don't know, man, I, I I mean, I had a good time, you know, I wasn't expecting a whole lot, but, you know, I made the main event, and, uh, you know, had an unfortunate first-train crash, but, uh, you know, all in all, I was happy, uh, you know, I, I get to do four more, so I think every weekend's gonna get, uh, better and better, you know, we, uh, Kind of struggled a little bit with the, the bike setup, but, um, you know, uh, we got all that fixed this week here at home, and uh, just, you know, going to do some testing this week on that and get it all situated, and, yeah, I think uh, every weekend's going to
2: get better. All right on, and, uh, and Watson said that you're, he was happy with your performance. He's not stoked, he said, but he was happy, so you got a little bit more to make your team manager stoked, but, uh, <laughs> hey, what about, uh, Watson told us his deal on the show, he, he announced he broke the news uh, on the air. And uh, you're on a KTM, which is a little strange. You won your championship on a Cowie, and you're on a Honda team, but you're riding a KTM. Uh, talk about that and why that is.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, after
8: the arena cross, uh, uh, you know, just, you know, ballots and everything, uh, you know, got, we kind of just gave everything back after that and, uh, you know, really didn't have any plans coming up. And then uh, I talked to Kenny, and uh, I had a, a dealership, you uh, Fun Mart uh Fun Mart Cycle Center and uh, they ended up helping me out gave me a couple KTMs to ride. Uh I rode one actually last uh last fall and uh and loved the thing and uh you know they offered to give me some to go do supercrosses and to ride during the summertime. So um, you know I I took them up on the offer like I said I I enjoyed riding them and um I don't know man I actually uh to be honest I liked it a little bit better than my Cali.
2: Wow. All right, there we go. Um, And also, too, only guy on a KTM in the uh, 450 class right now.
8: Yeah, Yeah, definitely. It was a little, little bit weird, but uh, I mean, like I said, I I enjoy riding them, and and they're good, and you can't really beat the electric start.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Donji
4: could have used one, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) might have been a little happier had he had one. Um, Hey, talk about uh, now. You've known Watson for a long time. Um, You guys are well, you're ahead of him in tattoo count, but you, you guys have been a long, long time buddies. Talk about riding for Watson. What's it like?
8: Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, Kenny and I have known each other, heck, since I think I've been, like, 16, 17. And, uh, no, it's great, you know, uh, to be with the whole Hart & Huntington team. And, uh, you know, just uh, those guys are, uh, you know, I've been friends with Kerry as well, too. So, uh, to have good people and to come to the track and to have, you know, fun while you're there and, and uh, you know, to have people that are behind you 100% while you're racing, it's... Uh, yeah you know, it kind of means everything it, it makes the day go by better and it oh. and uh you know if there's any problems or anything you know kenny's always there helping out and uh you know even uh even if we're just joking around he's you know he's always there to uh you know make us go faster and and uh you know help us out any way that we can
2: nice nice and uh and he hasn't yelled at you yet one race in you're good
8: no no, not yet so uh so right? yeah we got plenty we got, i brought plenty of cigarettes and uh, plenty of stickers for the first round so oh
2: perfect uh. then, then you're all good <laughs> hey uh uh what's changed in the 450 class from the last time you rode which was um wait. 08. oh eight what's what's changed in that in the class
8: uh just just the uh the new riders really you know yeah, yeah. i mean you know you got dungy in there and uh just a bunch of new new faces that i've never really seen before you know i'm starting to get uh get a little bit older than the rest of the crowd i'm not the youngster anymore so um yeah. you know just seeing new faces i think the tracks are, are kind of the same you know not much has changed there but uh but uh just the level of riders the level of competition has uh has changed a lot so
2: hey uh, and 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 also too i don't know how old are you now sheriff uh thirty-one. Thirty-one. I don't know if you're a big internet guy or not, but uh, Racer X ran a poll last week on the fastest riders from Ohio, ever, and you weren't on it. I don't think people know that you were from Ohio.
8: Yeah, I don't think so. Either. I think everybody just assumes I'm from Texas because yeah. I've been here for so long.
2: I remember uh, Excel Yamaha, Ohio kid. Yeah, riding for that. Yeah, definitely back in the day. So, uh, uh, so you, you you didn't see that, so you're not upset about that.
8: It's, okay. No, no, I don't. Uh, I don't get on the internet very much. Dude. I don't. Uh, I don't have time for all that. <laughs>
3: hey, dude, you want to hear something pretty cool? Uh, yeah. I was listening uh, back when we were when we were doing the Anaheim rounds. I had to drive in the van, and we were driving down to SoCal, and I was by myself. And I downloaded a bunch of uh, podcasts that Steve did, and he had one with Damon Bradshaw. And I was listening to Bradshaw thing, and they asked Bradshaw, out of all the years, they did or I did? They did. I think it was uh, what's the guy's name that uh, um, I can't remember the dude's name. Anyways, that hosts the podcast. Some handsome dude, racer X, but he isn't there. He's not there anymore. No well, anyways, he <laughs> he asked him, um, like, I lost my chance. Sp- spin off. it out, Brad, Watson. Yeah. Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Sorry, dude. I got I got tongue tied there, Josh. You I gotta got little... stop
2: reading the chat room. Yeah. Watson. John, <laughs>
3: this guy okay. that I do this show with is the biggest idiot.
2: Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> he's sit, an idiot. Hey, you sit here, Watson, try to work this Idiot machine. with a studio. All right, yeah. listen.
3: <laughs> listen up, Mathis. I'm to ready to walk ask out of a here question. right now hey, if hey, you uh, don't uh, show your Do you want me to ask leave, him a question? Do you all, all right, no, check it out. Okay. Bradshaw said, out of all the people he's ever raced, from Bale, Stanton, McGrath, everyone down the who, <laughs> Steve asked him the question, who was the guy that you liked, enjoyed riding the most against?
8: And he said, you. Uh, that's that's awesome, man. You know, I I don't know, we uh you know, we rode that arena cross series together and we had a bunch of super good battles and super good races and we always raced clean together and I don't know, man, it was one of the funnest times I've ever had too. He was always one of my favorite riders growing up and uh yeah, to have somebody like that say that they uh Enjoyed racing against you, man. That means
3: a lot. Yeah, that must be an honor. Like I mean, like Steve always says, and I always say, you can walk through the pits and ask the mechanics. The kids probably don't. know, they're going to say, you know, Ricky Carmichael or or McGrath. But anybody that's been around for 15 plus knows that the respect that Bradshaw was given, and the talent, and the how, what a great rider he was. And for you as a, as, as one of his colleagues, for him saying that, that must be flattering, dude. I mean, I'd be pumped on that. I mean, oh, he said yeah. he said he could trust you. He said he you could come underneath him, and he didn't have to worry about you breaking his leg. And you were the same way. He he, you knew when he came up inside of you that he was going to go for a clean pass, or if he bumped you, he wasn't going to hurt you.
8: Yeah, I mean, it's it's good to race with people like that, you know, because we could race each other hard and not have to worry about you know exactly not have to worry about one of us taking one another out or getting squirrely or anything like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man, we we battled out pretty much that whole year until he got
2: hurt, you know. Um, but, uh, and the arena cross series is, is is well known for for a decade now of of a lot of camaraderie off the track on the track. Uh, you know, you guys, it, it's been it's well known that you guys can slam each other in the arena cross. That's the one way to make a pass, and uh, and then you'll, you'll talk about it later that night uh, after the race. How was it this year with you? Talk about the whole series, and did you get along with anybody? Did you start any fights? Did uh, you know how was it?
8: I was uh, it was actually a pretty. Uh, pretty easy year, you know, we really didn't have too many run-ins, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I've always been that way, though, you know, I don't really, uh, I'm not a dirty rider, and I don't take people out or nothing like that, you know, I try to, uh, you know, I try to race as hard as I can, but, you know, it's, it's for me, I can make passes without having to do that stuff, so, mm-hmm. so I thought to avoid all that, but no, it was a great year, I got along with everybody, you know, my teammates were really good, and uh, you know Chad Johnson and i are are like best friends, and uh-huh. you know so I hung out with him most of the year and um you know our families are pretty close and stuff so I mean it just uh i don 't know you know it was another year, like you said, everybody gets along, everybody hangs out it 's not really uh not really like Supercross, you know it's right. just everything's way more laid back and I mean you know everybody you know has a beer after the race and talks about the the day, and you know everybody 's kind of all the teams help one another and stuff. There's no secrets. There's no nothing like that. Everybody's just there to have a good time and try to make a little money for for their families.
2: Well said. Well yeah. said, uh, Sheriff. I feel like you you've come and gone a bunch. Like people kind of forget about Josh Demuth and any you know he comes on the scene, Excel Yamaha, Supercross national rider, disappears, wins some Marina cross championships, disappears comes, back, again, disappears, comes back, wins them again, disappears, comes back, wins one again. Uh, you must feel like you have, uh, a, a little bit of nine lives going on, huh?
8: At well, one, yeah. At one point, you uh, You know, man. obviously, I would have liked to have been around the whole time, you know, winning a bunch, but, uh, you know, injuries and, and just, uh, you yeah, I've had a lot of personal ups and downs, too, and, uh, you know, stuff that's, uh, stuff that I've had to kind of grow up and just kind uh-huh. of overcome, and, and, uh, you know, things have, uh, yeah, you know, things have gotten a lot better, man. I, I can't uh I can't remember the last time I was as happy as what I am right now and and uh, you know, everything's going good personally and with my racing and uh, I'm right. just happy that I can still ride at the level that I can and I'm having a blast riding, so
2: Right. And and, and yeah, I think how happy you'd be if you had a different manager right now. That'd be yeah. incredible. <laughs> well it always helps to have a good team
8: manager. It keeps the uh keeps the laughs going in the pits and nothing's too serious except you know, when we have got to do our jobs, you know, we all go out there and do the best that we can, and and uh, but you know, when you come back and everything's all over and so, you know and done with, it's fun to to have somebody in the corner who likes to joke around and have a good time and knows that racing is just about
2: having fun. Right, um, and then also too, I wonder, you know, you came within two or three laps of winning a hundred thousand dollars at the U.S. Open for the Hart & Huntington team a couple of years back. And then you were out of Boulder City, and uh, you unfortunately uh, had a little bit of an accident. And how much do you regret that jump, doing that jump at Boulder City? Because that might have been, you know, your year. You certainly were coming off uh, a good good ride.
8: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was riding stronger than ever, and uh, it was just a bummer, you know. It was something stupid that, you know, I shouldn't even have been doing. But, uh, you know, we all just... Every once in a while we make stupid mistakes, and uh that one you know that one kind of cost me uh, cost me a lot you know and right. and I look back at it now and you know i mean there's nothing I can do about it, but I just try to make the best of it day by day and and uh you know just kinda
3: Hey, I bet they, you, you know roll
8: with the punches i guess to say hey
3: jd i bet you, you were thinking about that that summer when you were working in the oil fields on huh, the middle of the texas <laughs> summer
8: <laughs> yeah definitely that summer when i had to get a real job and wasn't racing it wasn't too uh, it wasn't too much fun were yeah. you
2: were you working at a dealership too at one point uh
8: well i worked i worked at a dealership for a while and then uh i got a job working in the uh oil fields down here doing mm-hmm. like uh, pipeline inspection and stuff good, so good money right yeah but... i was just yeah, it was good money, and uh, it was fun, but, you know, having to get up in the morning just crazy early, and then being covered head to toe in dirt and oil and grease every day wasn't really my idea of fun. Yeah, yeah, really. Hey, J.D.,
3: what's the rumors going around about the, your summer program? There's some rufflings going around that you might be going to Canada, maybe?
8: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm I'm trying to work out a deal with uh, Billy Willie and uh, the Division 1 Kawasaki team, maybe, to go up to uh, up to Canada to the race of the Nationals. So, uh, it's actually been—I haven't raced any nationals for a long, long time. So it'll be uh, be something cool. I'm looking forward to getting back to it and I'll be able to race all summer long until uh, you know the Supercross and Arena Cross come back around.
3: So, are you planning on going to ride Arena Cross again next year to defend your title?
8: Uh, you know, I mean, I would like to, but you know, it's—I I don't know. You know, I just want to make the best decisions for. Uh, you know, for me and my family, so I don't know. Just kind of depends on on what kind of deals I get. I mean, I would like to go back to arena cross and make, you know, I make good money there, and and you know, it's a way for me to to have fun. And I'd like to win some more championships, but nothing set in stone. Who knows? I might uh, might even try supercross again. So, just kind of depends on what kind of deal I get.
2: There you go, Wait. Watson. Maybe you're gonna give him a ride. Audition him.
3: He knows he has a home here. Anytime he needs it. Nice, nice.
2: Well, hey, Sheriff! Thanks for coming on the show, man. Appreciate it.
8: Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me on, guys.
6: I really appreciate
2: it. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, we'll see you this weekend in St. Louis, and you can look for Josh under the Rockstar Huntington truck, where he will be getting yelled at by Kenny and signing autographs. <laughs> definitely. And 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 now thanks the, all, guys. Hey, and now you're engaged, so you you can no longer pick up the Rockstar girls.
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm, a, uh, I'm off the market.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's Wait, ju-
8: that's news to me. You're
3: engaged. <laughs> you never told me no, that?
8: but uh, might as well be.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, oh, that's why you call her the misses always.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I call her the misses always, so it's 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 pretty much already there. And and how's Joe? I haven't seen her, but how's his chick on the scale of all his other chicks, Watson? Huh.
3: <laughs> I can't. I can't. Even, she's odd.
2: He's She's speechless. Hey, you seen fall. the picture of her?
3: That's the same. I didn't, I didn't see
2: a picture the, of her. The
3: girl who was at Boulder City. What's when he got hurt? Yeah, that's Danielle. Oh, it's the same girl. So it's same her girl. Fault. They're back. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. It's it's it's
2: her fault. yeah. Yeah. No yeah, it's, one could pull, yeah. no pull. No one could pull chicks like. Hey, well, Hey,
3: they're
2: all off the charts. Demith.
3: A lot of people <laughs> don't know, dude. When you got hurt, you went out and rode the first what? Two rounds or three rounds of the arena cross series. And and one like whatever it was, and you were leading the points, and you walked away from that series leading it, right?
8: Yeah, yeah, I had uh, I, I rode two out of the first three races in arena cross that year, and, uh, and uh, yeah, I was winning and uh, left to go do supercross. So,
3: oh god, <laughs> oh god,
2: Watson <laughs> says. All right, well, hey, uh, hey, thanks, man. Appreciate you coming on the show.
8: <laughs> well, you. yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks a lot for everything. Hey, JD, ash that cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring. I'll make sure I bring some more stickers. All right, bud.
3: I got the smoke. Got right, the stickers man. later.
2: All right, there we go. Josh Dumuth, the uh, 2010 Arena Cross champion, now riding for uh, Kenny Watson's backed uh, Rockstar Hartman team. Heart heart
3: there's some dude on the on the board here telling me that I'm the shitty, t- the worst team manager ever.
2: Uh, it's probably one of your ex riders.
3: Probably. Uh, or a
4: current one. That shit hurts.
3: Or or current one.
4: Is that Blows? I don't know. It
3: would
2: said C.
4: Ge- Bloss be Chris Bloss, you think? It said guest 867 or something, so the guy wouldn't leave his real name. Oh, really? Yeah. I wouldn't worry about it.
2: Hey.
3: Uh, I'm worried about it. I don't want it to be like one of my enemies or something. Well, we had
2: another guest on here who would like to read the chat room and get into fights with people on the chat room. Is that the kind of guest you want to be? What's that? The kind of co-host you want to be? No. Reading the chat room and getting in fights with people? No. No, okay. of course not. All right. Can we do, uh, can we do Kenny's Corner?
4: Let's do it. Kenny's Corner, better late than never.
2: Yes, Kenny's Corner. Um, this is the time of the time of the show where I throw three random names at Kenny Watson, and uh, he tells me the best story that he's got about these uh, three guys. And uh, he doesn't like the name Kenny's Corner. That's too bad. We made it up. And they didn't it's like gay. it. Yeah, too I bad. Think it's stupid. Okay,
4: do- well, what would you rename mm-hmm. it then? It's your. He corner. doesn't want to rename anything. I don't know. He doesn't I don't do anything. I it's just... your corner. Name it. I don't
2: know. No, he doesn't like even naming things. Oh. Yeah, he doesn't even want to name it. Was it was
3: just corny because there was another segment on this that I thought was really corny. But, you know, yeah, but that was the like past. It, that I'm, was the past. And I'm not going to go there, but... Hey, All right, okay, whatever. time for
2: Kenny's Corner. Wow. Uh, the three names I'm going to throw out for you. Uh, first name, tell me your best story that is sort of PG-rated. Uh, Mitch Payton. Uh,
3: okay, Mitch Payton. We Mitch Payton. Had, We ran... Uh, when I was at Triple X, we did. Uh, we had Kawasaki's the first year, or the no, it was in the second year we had the team. We ran Cowies, and Mitch did our stuff. And um, it was here in Vegas at the Vegas Supercross. Um, he was rolling into the pits, and Dave Feeney, who was a mechanic for him at the time, right. he worked for Casey Johnson forever, and then he worked at Suzuki after that. He was with him. Now star Dave, racing. Dave was from Australia, and he had a weird accent, and he'd always just say. Hi, Mitch. Like, like totally, you know, feminine. And one morning, Mitch was cruising through the parking lot, and he must have had a bad night at the tables, or something was wrong. And I go, "Hi, Mitch," and he stopped and he looked at me, and he goes, "Tomorrow or Monday morning, I want all your shit back at my shop. You're done. You're a punk." And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" What? Yeah, straight out. He's like, "You're a punk. I don't want. I'll never deal with you. You're an effing idiot. Bring my shit back." And I was like. Whoa. And that I've been friends with Mitch Payton for a long time where we joke with each other and jack around. So Sternstrom was there. Bruce Sternstrom was walking with him. And he goes, what was that all about? And I go, I don't know. So about an hour later, I walk over, and I'm like, dude, uh-huh. w- what's up, Mitch? I, like, I was just joking. And he goes, man, I'm sorry. I had a bad night. I lost five grand. And, you know, I just had some problems and I took it out on you. And then it was a, it, the whole thing was a joke, though, at oh. the end of the day. And I turn around their whole team standing at the door laughing at uh. me. And I was <laughs> like, dude, that was a bitch. Mis- Peyton says a you know, lot like,
2: of many got Yeah, yeah, Kenny got punked. Yeah, Kitch- Picture was around the corner. I was
3: tripping like I was. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, Oh my god, bring all my stuff back. I'm thinking like I'm gonna have fucking all these motorcycles with no cylinders on them. What am I gonna do? Bow, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah.
2: And
3: <laughs> the whole thing. And, and Sternstrom was in on it too. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, Sternstrom's is, a kid, a joker. Yeah, yeah. So there's
4: there you go. Speaking uh, of, speaking of Mitch, did you see uh, just watching the race and after the race they had uh, Tedesco and Villapoto uh, chasing him down with champagne. Oh yeah. Yeah, kind of you know since Porcel won the championship, right? So he was. He was trying to get the hell out of Dodge as they yeah. hosed him with
2: champagne. <laughs> uh, second name, Kenny's Corner segment, very popular. Uh, Larry Ward, give me your your Larry Ward story. Ooh, Big Bird. One that you can uh, share, of course.
3: Dude, you know what? I I don't I have a lot of stories about Big Bird, but I can't share any of them. Okay, I'm sorry that I can't, but I don't really have court um, order. <laughs> I don't really have any I can let let out about okay. Big Bird.
2: All right, all right, fair enough. So uh,
3: I'll tell you what. You think of another one. Oh, he's giving oh, you a... When, when, I'm, when I answer the last you one. He's giving a mulligan. Okay. Uh,
2: one last one we'll give you. Uh, Air Kehoe. Give me your best Air Kehoe story.
3: Uh-huh, earthquake.
2: Earthquake Air Kehoe, the hog.
3: And everyone... Uh, I call him the trimmer. Because when he the raced... Trimmer. He, the trimmer. The trimmer. Because when he raced, he was the earthquake. Now he just is a trimmer. Tremor, A trimmer.
2: Like... Yeah, not, no, tremor.
4: A trimmer, like an aftershock. I,
3: like I
2: know. Kehoe. That's oh, called tremor tremor? That no, it's K- in
3: Canada. It's a tremor. Okay. That's in what he America, said. it's a trimmer. He's a
2: trimmer, like a beard trimmer. No, dude,
4: you're just no, hearing dude. it wrong. Okay. Dude, I, I caught it, especially right. with the
2: earthquake reference. All right, tremor, the tremor. Right. The tremor. <laughs> okay. One night, uh, I get it. It's funny.
3: When I was back home, when I lived in California, there was this little little spot. It was a, uh, and they used to have an amateur night where little girls, you know, the girls would go do their thing, the little strip club thing. And uh, a Little girl girls. I know was dancing, and she goes, "Hey, why don't you come down?" And and it was from cloud uh, applause. Mm-hmm. So I go, "Yeah." So me and a bunch of my buddies went down with some other girls, and we went down there. And the, the thing was about to start, and I when I walk in, it was super dark, and this guy was sitting in the corner, and he had like this black fox shirt on that you really couldn't see. Yeah, but
2: the outline of the white fox. Yeah, and,
3: yeah, and it was glowing. The fox head was glowing. It was like you know day glow or whatever right. neon. And and I was like, wow. Okay, whatever. Didn't even think nothing. And I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden the the earthquake walks by, the trimmer. And I was like, Keo, what's up? What are you doing here? And he goes to me, Well, what are you doing here? I go, Well, I'm here with a group of people. You're over there in the corner by yourself. What's (laughs) really going on? (laughs) $50 in ones in his pocket. But Keo, it's all good. We know you're good. It was just a good, it was a fun time. He was like, You never saw me.
9: here at News Center 4. I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. Yeah, for the tremor. There <laughs> the we go. Um,
2: all right, and that's been another entertaining, fun-filled Kenny's Corner segment. And uh, thanks, Kenny. Right now we're gonna do thanks, Kenny. And right now we're gonna do the X Brown Goggle Tear Off segment. X Brown Goggles, a result of 25 years of goggle technology. <laughs> Check them out on the web at uh, thexbrand.com. Are you gonna do sound effect or do oh, i am gonna do? No,
3: it's sound effects. Uh, I think it's my favorite part of the show. Okay,
2: all right. This is a question where Kenny's got. He clearly beats the 15 second uh, time limit every every time out. But uh, this is going to be questions for Kenny. He's got 15 seconds to answer these. He's supposed to get prepared questions for me and ask them back to me, but I think that's too much for him, so we'll just go one way. All right, are you ready? Yeah. 15 seconds on the clock. Will Chad Weed win a a race?
4: Yes. Well, that was easy.
2: All right, and uh, (laughs) who's going to win the title? Supercross title. Ryan Villopato. All right, I love the explanations afterwards as well. That's awesome. And, uh, burning building, you have to run inside into a burning building, and you can only save Matt Bonney or Chris Blos. You can't save both, you only have time to save one. Who do you save?
3: I would save Matt Bonney because Chris Blos would do a walk out on his fingertips. Matt Bonney, was knee would probably pop out, and he needed me to drag him out. Chris Blos would handle it.
2: Uh huh alright there we go that's been the uh, oh I got questions for Justin too
4: sounds like Chris would have saved both of them
2: I got questions for you okay cool Justin, I'm on the spot now uh, are you ready oops uh, X-Brand Goggle Terror segment the best race you ever saw in person
4: oh my goodness um, I wasn't prepared for that best race I ever saw in person oh man uh, well I had some fun with Robbie Renard when uh, oh he just dropped the name there oh god now
2: that okay nothing um we had That's a Super been, it's been 15 cross. seconds
4: well come on I don't I get some leftover time from his okay fine okay um we did, we did a supercross and I believe it was San Diego don't ask me the year because I can't remember but uh anyways
2: got did the... Robbie's shoulder was it bad or good at this point I think never shoulder mind was it was good at always that point.
4: bad yeah they're always bad but
5: Man. anyways okay. go ahead
4: I was letting you go to the next one because you cut me off oh is that it oh Just... no i was saying I, best race I ever watched I was on the floor And I got to watch from there kind of as a mechanic, I guess you could say. Uh And so for me, that was the best race I ever saw.
2: Okay. All right. And the second question is uh, speaking about things that you saw, am I the best mechanic you ever saw? Definitely not. There it is, the X Band Goggle Tear Off segment. 15 (laughs) seconds. The X Band Goggle Tear Off segment. Uh, Wow. I I beg to differ. I was in your garage every day. Too much in my garage. You saw the uh, expertise. Uh, That was the X Band Goggle Tear Off segment. And. uh, Check them out on the web, TheXBrand.com.
3: Yeah, XBrand, Rich Taylor.
2: Rich Taylor. And, uh, and uh, broke up the new 2010 goggles this weekend for Moto Concepts. Really? Yeah. How'd they look? Good, they look sweet. I like, uh, gave the guy specific instructions on only wear the new ones for the night show. And I looked at photos, and they didn't even have them on for the night show. Hmm. So
3: That's why you don't take the goggles over there, because I was a goggle guy, and you could tell them 20 things. So you go there again them practice goggles, you go back and get them, and then for the main event, you take them the race goggles. I that's, wasn't there that's though. That's the problem. He wasn't there. Yeah, he wasn't I shipped doing his Job,
2: but I marked on the bags clearly, but clear, not clearly enough. Yeah,
3: they're not going to follow your instructions.
2: Hey, uh, uh so thanks, thanks. Uh, that's when a
3: good team manager comes into play. When you give them to the team manager and say, "Hey," then the team manager gives them their goggles. I
2: I did give them the team manager. Yeah. Okay. Um, team manager. Needs are you going to get goggles. Tony Lessie on the show? I'm gonna. Okay. All right. And uh, hey, if you guys want to call in right now, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. This is the Pulp MX show, brought to you by x X-Band Goggles. J G R M X and TREMX.com. dot com. Please visit the sponsors. Please help them out. They are the reasons we're on the show. And uh, and they are everything that
3: we have to be here. So I think I got Brian Swing calling me right
4: now. Swankster.
2: Okay. Um all right, Kenny's uh Hello. Let me uh let me drop the audio here for Kenny. He's uh Hello. Kenny Hello? making yeah. calls while during on yeah. the show.
4: And clearly the show has almost up. come to an end, but Yeah. Let me call you back, he says. Yeah. wasn't Brian Swink. Okay. Wow. It
2: wasn't Brian Swink, everybody. Uh, I actually have Swink. Swink called me the other day, like I told you. And he was told Mike, me. It
3: was, my, it was my friend Mike Steinhoff from and you St. St. Say Louis Team uh,
2: Swink told me that you called him to say hi or whatever.
3: Yeah, I called so, him. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't want to call, hey, buddy, I'm calling for the show. I wanted to call and just break it to him. Right, right. The Swink, to the Swink is, is anti confrontational.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, no, he he didn't. Uh, he, I don't know. I got to do a podcast with him, but he's he's ducking me. So is Larry Ward too? Larry Ward didn't want to do one. Paul By Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, this is Greg. Hey, Greg, what's going on? How are you? Is this Greg oh, Is this Greg from Oklahoma?
5: Yeah, heck
2: yeah. Hey, uh, Greg, uh, I love how the fact that you're in Houston looking for a pass that Watson was supposed to leave for you, and I'm in Canada, and you guys are <laughs> you guys are probably a hundred feet apart, and I'm calling both of you. No way. To see each other about a pass.
6: Where are you at? Okay. Hey, man, that's, that's called networking, and you just hey, use all what, over
2: it. What kind of pass did Watson get you? I need to know. Was it good or what? What? Was oh, it yeah, man, it was awesome. Okay, they didn't kick you out of the pits or anything, and like. No, got no I got
6: to go. I was, I was all over the place.
2: All right. Okay. All right. It's, uh, for people listening, this is Greg, our, our technical uh, guru of the of the uh, Pulp and Show uh, on the line. Uh-huh.
6: Hey, uh, you know, so Stephen goes races, so someone had to, you know, go represent for him. So, you know, I had to go down.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Hey, th- what do you think of the show? What do you think of the race?
6: Man, I thought the race was pretty good. It was. Uh, I, I noticed one of the things I was really wanted to watch was the opening ceremonies because you know you've kind of had a beef about the opening ceremonies.
2: Yeah. yeah. If,
6: if, it was awesome, Wyndham pulled out some really cool stuff. I mean, it was kind of shocking. Greg, the only bad part about it is it's like they you know, would play Greg. the songs for like 35 seconds and nothing was going on. That was the only part that I kind of had a problem with on it.
2: Greg, I don't want to break this to you, but he does not nose wheelie. For Everywhere. 10 years. Never. Oh, no, 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 okay. no. He did more he than didn't that. He did the nose wheelie. Oh, okay. He didn't do the nose wheelie.
6: Well, he actually, no, no. He did his nose wheelie. Oh, hell yeah. It's he, Kevin Wyndham. Come on. that's has been there for a decade. Right. He
4: rode out with his son on the bike, though,
6: too. Though. Oh, he did? Yeah, that was that was sweet. But no, he came He came down the start straight backwards for that, you know, the dragon back, then the corners and the other side of the dragon back. He jumped from the face of that up over the last turn berm and up over the hay bales. I mean, everything. It was, it was a good 12, 20, 25-foot, uh, you know, hug.
2: I just hung up on Greg by accident.
5: Wow!
2: Pulper Mech Show, you're on the air. Oh There's man! There's Greg. I just Greg, I just hung up on you by accident. I was putting another call on hold. Pulper Mech Show.
6: Man, you just like
4: cut
2: me off. Yeah, up. I hung up on you by accident. I swear it was by accident. It
4: was an accident. I saw it. <laughs> uh, it
2: was uh, an no. accident.
4: He goes, "I'm over, Greg." <laughs> yeah, he probably was. Um, and
2: hey, did you nah, but, did, did you interact huh? with Watson at all at any point? Did 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 Kenny?
3: Yeah, we interacted, we seen each other at the hotel, Okay, we seen each other at all the right. track.
6: Yeah, man, I thought Kitty was like pissed off at me, stuff, and I'm like a big dude, and I thought Watson was just going to whip my ass, he was just like looking all just bummed out.
2: <laughs> no, hey, hey, I think it's just Kenny, because one of my really good friends, and I don't know if he's listening tonight, I brought him to Phoenix this year, and I went under the Hart and Huntington truck at Phoenix to talk to Kerry, my buddy was just standing there, because like, you know, he just stands there while I talk to everybody. And Kenny eyeballed him and was like, What are you doing in our truck? And the guy's like, I'm with Steve. And Watson was not happy the guy was there. And, uh, oh, yeah, the guy no. was trying to
3: get to I, the
4: Twinkies, dude. Well, if you was trying to get to the food. If you lost 500 on a bet, you know, you'd probably be a little angry. I too, thought right? that was
2: the dude. Yeah. Well,
6: I was afraid he thought it maybe I was stalking him. Man, I just grabbed the closest hotel to the stadium I could get. Uh-huh. So I'm in the crown. I just get checked in. I'm walking to the elevators, and, you know, you got to walk by the front doors, and here comes all these guys wearing rock star jackets in. And then they all look, like, tired as hell. And I turn and look, and there goes Kenny. And I thought, I think that's Kenny. So I turn around and walk back over there. Hey, Kenny, I was just going to check and see if you'd talk to him. Uh huh. And he just kind of looked up at me like, you know, what the hell does this yeah, guy want? Yeah, Oh with- yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you hooked up. It's all good, man. And then just turns right back around. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, they've been traveling. They're tired. You he, know, everything.
2: You gotta warm up. Can he? Can he take some time to warm to you? Dude, to next two. time He's like I see all you. The time.
3: Hey, next time I see you, you're getting a K Dub hug. There you go. Oh, it, it's you. on, man. Wow, it's on. While you might not, get a hug, I, and you might get the bonus plan on the end. You Redemption.
6: Oh yeah. shit. Wow. Uh, I did have one observation, though, not to steal from you, Steve, but there was something that just drove me nuts when I was watching practice that afternoon. What's that? The factory connection and the pro circuit bikes are obnoxiously loud. Yes, but The Moto are. Concept bikes are like whisper quiet, except those are the popping and snappingest bikes I have ever heard in my life. Remember RC on this 450? You know how it would snap and pop? Yeah. It has nothing on the Moto World bikes. Those things... Jeez.
2: Moto Concepts bikes, you mean? Moto Concepts bikes? Yeah, the, they're yeah. 250S. Right, right. Well, um,
6: I'm pretty sure it was them. Everything
4: out of Moto Concepts is Whisper Quiet right now, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the bikes. Wow, there we go. Hey, Greg, thanks for calling, man. All
6: right, see you guys later. Thanks.
2: Hey, thank you. Thanks. Right. Paul Show, you're on the air. Who's this?
6: Fantastic again. Hey, I got a technical question. How many of you guys do you think are running, um... Around- Slipper clutches or, um, or auto clutches. Slipper,
2: cl- slipper clutches are a fad that were around when I was at Yamaha. We ran them everywhere, and somehow they went out. Kenny, do you know what happened?
3: Yeah, Supermoto came in, and they couldn't uh, couldn't make them enough, so everyone ran them in Supermoto, and there was none left.
2: Yeah, maybe that was it. We had some ones from Yamaha from Japan that were literally I don't know, they were this they were the weight of a small Yugo car. Huh. Um, they were right. really heavy, and then. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The riders just fell out of love. I think they managed to contain the decompression, the compression braking, uh, on the four strokes, and they got it better. Right. And so the bikes weren't as bad. And so they Dude, no, that was, was tech
3: that was a really tech question. There was
2: no need for uh, for slipper clutches anymore after uh, after the riders after the, the manufacturers somehow figured out the compression braking uh, thing. So uh, all right, well hey Thanks for calling. We're done. We're all out ready? Kenny's falling asleep. It's time
3: to go home. Why? This is awesome. I got nothing better to do but go home and see the hottest girl My in wife's going to call in wow. and be like, where are you at?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. We took a week off, and thank you for your support. Uh, the chat room was buzzing. We're going to play my game we, where the chat room gives us names, and we call them. Perfect. That's We're going to awesome. play that game, Watson.
3: I'm going to have to go get everybody's phone number this week then. Yeah. Well,
2: I mean, no, it'll just be people that we have the number for. You need to turn uh, the
4: chat room into the phone calls, though, because that that's what makes it. So.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you to our sponsors: JGRMX, well uh, XBrandGoggles.com, dot com, J and T R E M X And uh, don't forget to punch in the Moto Show or Pulp MX Show, all caps for your discount. And uh, next week, are we gonna try to get Tony next week, Watson. Yeah,
3: let's go for it. Let's what,
2: try it. I'll, t- we'll try to get him.
3: I'll, I'll call yeah. him and see if I can lock him in.
2: All right, we'll see if we can lock him in. <gasps> hey,
3: hey can I you? say something to any, anybody that I've ever bummed out? Which is probably a lot of people and people that uh, that think that I treat them like crap and uh-huh. I'm upset.
2: Oh, is this Greg? Was Greg bugging you a little? Is, is no, no Greg, no,
3: Greg was cool. He's Greg, reading the chat. Greg, oh, Greg was cool. But a lot of people think that uh, I blow people off. You know what? When I'm at work, I mean, how many people come and sit in front of your desk, and Bug you know, you? when when you're in the middle of doing something, it's not that I'm blowing people off. I got a lot on my mind, and you know, I'm always cordial people. And if you take it the wrong way, I'm sorry. But next time you see me, just walk up to me and, and – uh, Give him a hug. Yeah. Give him a hug. So uh, I, not even, I don't, I'm not a hater on anybody. I'm not a hater on nobody. There's a couple people that I dislike. You, uh, but I'm cool to everybody. He you, already
4: admitted he couldn't fight very well. You know, Yeah, as, I, I
3: can't fight. Uh, so. I'm an expert in karate and I'm a Kenny, private investigator. You
2: are definitely one of the more unique people in the pits. Uh, and so sometimes the, the artists, the unique <laughs> people, sometimes people don't know how to take them, almost like a visionary. That's bullcrap because, yeah. dude, I treat
3: everybody. I'm Too not bad. saying you
2: treat people bad. I'm Too saying. Bad. Dude,
3: what about, what about all the like people that don't know? But, I mean, any kid that comes by my truck, they leave with something. See? And any person. <laughs> any person. JR's got your back. See? Yeah,
4: I got his back. You know, hey. Yeah.
3: Oh, well, dude, I see him, uh, dude, kids came by with monster hats and monster Villa Potusher, and They walked around with rock stars. Cases of rock stars. Not one or two. Yeah, yeah. Cases. I There's I been races <laughs> where people are pushing the ice barrel drum, the rock star drum away. You can have it. Go ahead. Those things are expensive too, by the way. So you guys
2: are coming down on me like no, I said no, something no. bad.
3: Uh, What's no. your beef with me, dude? <laughs> yeah, you're that's Mr. That's bullshit, nice Guy. Steve.
2: I got no beef with you, Watson. Did I hope not? <laughs> I I compared you to a visionary. Oh,
3: that's bullshit.
2: The, being compared to a visionary, is bullshit. I, yeah. I okay. All right. I apologize. It's, you're not a visionary.
3: I like everybody.
2: You're square. You're you're, you're close-minded. You're set in your ways. You're not I am, a visionary. No,
3: yeah, I, I agree. I'm just chatting
2: with you. I know. All right. Well, hey, on that note, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Tune in next week when we're going to try to have our guest actually on time when actually we say Actually answer the phone. And actually answer the phone. Listen. And, uh, and thanks to Justin for coming on the show. Little Justin. Mi-
4: little mi- thanks for having me again. Yeah. Appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, a little mishap. But that's all right. It was just yeah. a, little of, a little bit of rust from the Easter break.
2: Yeah, exactly. And uh, Watson, same time next week. Uh, except this time I'll actually be at the race, so I'll be able to –
4: have some knowledge of
3: it yeah good deal
2: all right, all right. And, w- and with that kenny's kenny's Thanks gonna everyone. go quiet thank I'm you hurt.
3: F- i'm hurt i'm sorry everyone i love everyone all He's right gotta have the last word
2: gotta stop reading the chat room watson dude i don't all like
3: people talking crap
2: all right uh thank you for what listening to the uh pop show and we will see you next week
6: Bye. you know how to cut to the core of me baxter you're so wise but like a miniature buddha
9: covered in hair.